Welcome back to another edition of the last American Pubcast. Raise your glass for another night as we kick off here tonight. Hopefully you're sipping your favorite beverage as we get together on this wonderful pub that nobody knows about, that we're all here together just talking about a bunch of stuff. And I'm excited to have, of course, our great friends here joining us at the last American Pubcast. Of course, our good friend Tom and PJ. Welcome, guys. Hey, hey, welcome. Thanks for having us back, Frank. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You guys are you guys are permanent fixtures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good to like see you the, both again. Yeah, <laughs> like for coming sure. in on the uh, cheers and they're like, hey, Norm, you know, you guys are just regulars. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be where everybody could someday know your name. That's it. That's it. It's great to see everybody coming in. We are broadcasting, of course, over on Facebook, over on Twitter, uh, Rumble odyssey and of course on the let's be frank channel and the designated last american pubcast channel which is uh where i want you guys to go and subscribe we need to grow that a little bit larger but it's great to have you guys we have a great great uh show uh composed together today we have a lot of uh articles a lot of news stories a lot of things to talk about it was a busy week it was a busy week in news guys <laughs> thomas says it's okay it's a three-way <laughs> Yeah, it's it has been a busy week, and I've been uh, a little bit out of it. I actually missed two podcasts I was supposed to do this week. Just I've spent the last three days in bed, so I dragged myself out of bed, poured myself a couple of beers, and uh, I'm ready to finally get a chance to comment on a lot of the stuff going on. So, yeah, well, happy no. honeymoon! We're happy to hear that for you. Congratulations again! Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And the first story I wanted to kind of jump up with is, of course, you know, we've talked about crime and Democrat-ran states and cities. And unfortunately, this is what the people have voted for in, in many cases in these areas. And it's a sad story to talk about. But a NASCAR driver out pumping gas, I'm sure he was probably looking at the gas pump and somebody probably had, I, I did that sticker on there. And he's probably, man, you know, this gas. I, I'm so used to having my guys pumping gas. Uh, and what we have here is uh, Mr. East, right? Um, what was his first name? I've watched zero Bobby. NASCAR in my whole life. So. Bobby East. Yeah, here it is. NASCAR star Bobby East stabbed to death in a Southern California gas station. What a sad story uh, to uh, to hear, especially if you're a NASCAR fan. I know NASCAR has not done much ways for their fans recently with uh, all of their woke uh, takes and and pushing a Bubba, uh, Bubba Wallace and all of his hoax stuff, but the Bubba Smollett, is that how we called him for a while there? Yeah. Uh, but this is a sad story regardless. I mean, this is something that's happening, you know, not in just Southern California, but many Democrat states and cities out there where crime is out of control. And I'm sure we're going to learn that this guy was probably out of jail, probably on some, on some uh, cash bond or something, or maybe released early from whatever crime he had previously committed. Well, I think you have two options when it comes to a Southern California gas station, and they're both bad. So any story you read about this is going to be awful. It's either going to be you overpaid for gas by an insane amount or you got stabbed to death. I think that's the only things that do happen at Southern California gas stations or any, any California gas station, really. But Well, I mean, it, I, I know it's not saying a lot to, that he was a NASCAR driver, but I don't think it's fair to say that he was also a criminal, Frank. No, no. Well, he wasn't a criminal. The gentleman that uh, no, I that uh, went to town on him uh, – Jeez, this is, Jeez. The, guy. This is guy. the guy. That's the guy. Who this could have the... seen this coming? Probably his know. pit crew. He he fired <laughs> his pit crew, and and now he's regretting it. Now you said something pretty uh pretty 
what was it? You mentioned something about uh, Cernovich had tweeted something out similar to this. Uh, Mike Cernovich. Well, I didn't know who this person was, but I was scrolling through Twitter and Mike Cernovich said, if you see this person coming or someone who looks like this coming, preemptive self-defense should be justified. And I didn't know what the story was. So then when you scrolled and it was this person, that was what kind of struck that uh, that memory of just a few minutes ago, me seeing Cernovich say, a guy with tattoos all over his face, that's someone you should be able to uh, defend against preemptively. Now I see why. This may, it makes it almost makes the case for red, red flag laws, though. It's like if you had a government you could trust, it doesn't sound like it's actually that terrible of an idea. You know, like somebody comes in with face tattoos, and you're like, yeah, no, I'm not going to let this guy buy a gun. But yeah, no, <laughs> I, I <laughs> maybe preemptive self-defense is a better better way to go than red flag laws. Or, well, or I, I really don't like the idea of there being such a thing as brandishing. Like just because you if you hold your gun, if you if you put your hand on your gun and you lift right. it even an inch in the holster. They could they could say that that's brandishing. I, that should be bearing, right? You're bearing your arm at that point. You're not using it with lethal force. So I think there should be, uh, to his point, if you see this guy walking up on you and aggressing upon you like this, you should be able to draw up and and you yeah. know it's aim like it at the ground, right? Giving you a little bit right. of warning to hey, dude, back like off. Like a rattlesnake, exactly right, or any kind of venomous uh, animal, you know, painted red and blue and violet. But we've yes. done everything in this country to make it impossible for you to defend yourself. I mean, I was watching a series especially earlier. In California. Well, especially in California. But like I was watching a series earlier of, uh, you know, law enforcement and legal experts talking about all the different ways you could still go to prison when you defend yourself. And it showed a situation of a guy in a diner and uh, the guy's robbing. He turns around, starts threatening the customers. So the customer draws on him and he's like, well, you could have left when he had his back to you. That's that's the answer is don't care about life around you. Don't care about your own life. You have to retreat always. Uh, you know, and that, that's the case that we've made. We've made it impossible for people to defend themselves. Like you that's said, with what, brandishing and things like that as well. And well apparently, it, like it looks like NYC. he was, it looks like he's a homeless guy who was released. He's out on parole and he has now been killed by police in a raid to recover him. So he has been killed. Oh, uh, he has been killed. Was that an update on the story? Yeah. Uh, That looks like that's the update from Sports Wars. That's okay, we're hearing on Rumble. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so well, there you go. Unreal. Uh, All jokes aside, I mean, I'd I'd love yeah. to make fun and say, yeah, he looks like a NASCAR driver. And I was I was poking fun, saying because uh, Frankie said, yeah, you know, this guy's likely a criminal, um, maybe an illegal alien. And my I was joking, saying, yeah, but he's a NASCAR driver. We can't just let him get killed. Um, but all jokes aside, it, it's sad to see anybody get stabbed to death it's sad to hear anybody get killed um but it only makes a headline because it's a nascar driver if yeah. this was any other person white guy getting stabbed pumping gas it, yeah next yeah and we we had talked about uh i mentioned though you know things like this happen at nyc where uh you have all kinds of crimes that take place and you're the one that would be arrested just like the bodega owner i think manager. you mean Bod Bog bogadas uh, Bogodas, that's right. Yeah. I, I the Bogodas. Bogodas. The, the, the uh, taco behind the uh, counter there who was stabbed by the fried chicken. Now, um, <laughs> no, but if uh, if that was the call on security and there wasn't enough uh, outrage, that guy's still be in jail right now. The one that, who defended himself against this. And this is something also that Cernovich had said on Twitter is if you're in one of these liberal cities, you know, it you you have to consider if you're going to help somebody are you going to go to jail for helping that person because they're going to the police are going to arrest you and the da is going to throw the book at you 
Well, yeah, it also, or, like, are you going to protect yourself? Are you going to save yourself? This guy's being stabbed and he's defending himself with a knife, right? And yeah. the, the woman who stabbed him doesn't have any charges because the DA, the prosecutor said, well, she was defending her, her lover, her boyfriend who was killed. Attempting who was to... let who was let out by a DA in the same in New York before that? So the DA wants to punish the guy who's defending himself and has this extreme soft spot for letting out criminals that caused the incident to happen in the first place. Well, of course, this is what we have happening in LA with the uh, what's what's the uh, DA name up there? Where you're talking he, about in San Francisco? Maybe San Francisco. I thought it was LA, uh, where you're not where they're not allowing relatives of people that have been impacted by crime know when parole hearings are coming up for criminals. I saw that. Yep. I saw that in, and they're, uh, in California. They're disbanding that they're, they're disbanding their entire uh, unit. Yeah. So it's the LADA Gascon, Gascon uh, disabled. Thank you. He disbanded a unit that notifies victims of their assailants parole hearings. That was yesterday that I think that story came out. So yeah. Well, mm -hmm. Isn't that, you know, kind of uh, freeing to think though. I mean, he's so pro victim. In a way, right? The left always wants to be pro someone and they used to be pro women, but now they can't define what a woman is. So instead of looking at like a rape victim and thinking, hey, let's go let her know that that guy is getting out next weekend and that there's a hearing she can go and appear at and maybe keep him in prison. Instead, we're going to get rid of that because we want those guys to be out. And that's mm -hmm. all you have to tell someone is, hey, they want the rapists out of prison. Why? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have to, you know, you start thinking about it. Obviously, it's intentional, right? Why is it intentional? Why are we creating this uh, type of society uh, breakdown that we're currently seeing? I mean, you go back and you look at what Mao did back in China when he was in there, where they let the criminals out and they waged war on the tradition of family and and uh, and uh, traditional yeah, society. The fact that people, you know, I, this is just a side note from what you just said, but the fact that people like us can talk about Mao and then you have to realize that 90% of people you talk to literally don't know who that is shows the problem with our education system because everything going on right now, we want to, we want to turn it back to Nazis, you know, like this victim culture coming from the left, everything's, everyone on the right's a Nazi, everything's a Nazi, we have to compare everything to, to Germany, but we don't look at the fact that people in Biden's administration have praised Mao, praised his little red book. We're looking at the, the farmer uprisings going on right now because Maoist policies are being implemented all over the world. So yeah. it's not just the cultural policies, but the farming policies, everything that led to 53 million people being uh, starved to death in China over three years. And most people don't know that statistic. They know 6 million Jews died in the Holocaust because that's the only thing we've been taught. Um, that's a whole nother story, though. It has to do with uh, the Frankfurt School and why there's a focus only on Nazi Germany and not the rest of the communists at the time. What but, do you say yeah, the number is? I think it was uh, 50. Well, there, there's it's either it's somewhere between 53 and 60 million of his own citizens that were starved to death. I think between 1957 yeah. and 1960 or something it was like a great that. Great leap forward. It was uh, called right. Yeah, mm. but, we, but we've got people in the Biden administration praising Mao's Little Red Book. I mean, you've got it. When people say that BLM started good, this is another thing. Like, they've always been Marxist. They praise Mao as well. So yeah. it's coming from a cultural uh, revolutionary standpoint. And it's coming from uh, the agricultural standpoint as well. So I think it's it's just weird to me. Like, every time I hear Mao, I think to myself, it's weird that if you bring that name up to most people, they give you this blank stare. That's true. But it's, it's relevant. Every time it, I hear Mao, it's because a cat is coming around the corner. Right. <laughs> it's can, I say about the, can I say about the bo the bodega story though? Is Tom? Yeah. You nope, said time's something up. about. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> you said something about uh, the fact that if people hadn't known about this guy, that he would still be in jail right now. It's still be on Rikers Island. 
And that's that's what I find interesting when people uh, you see hear a lot of people from the right with this idea that we can just fade off, we should get off the internet, we shouldn't be a part of any of this stuff. Instead of realizing that power can be wielded in two ways, it can be wielded for good or evil, and the internet is one of those powers. And that's why I think people like us are trying to use that. So every time I hear conservatives, you know, be like, "Oh, the internet's awful. You should never be on there." It's like that is where the battlegrounds are happening right now. And that's where we have to wield power in a positive way. And this is a perfect example of wielding the power of the masses and the power of the internet to actually have real justice instead of just this bullshit social justice that we're seeing coming across Twitter because the power goes both ways. Well, this is why Tom continues to make uh, numerous accounts every time they kick him off of YouTube because he knows the battle is in all of these arenas. Right. I was just going to say, this is exactly like one of the greatest movies in arguably one of the greatest movie franchises of all time, Die Hard 4, uh, Live Free or Die Hard, which at the end, spoiler alert, John McClane, the hero, has to not just shoot the bad guy behind him, but shoot him through himself. So he puts the pistol to his, I know it's unrealistic, but he puts the pistol like under his clavicle, under his shoulder, moves his arm, and then pow, and shoots the guy behind him through him. So sometimes you have to, by going to the enemy, by even hurting yourself, by having to recreate YouTube after YouTube after YouTube after Twitter, uh, cause that's where the fight is. And yeah, it's a little, you know, damaging psychologically, but that's why we're here to go insane together. <laughs> yeah. I like the fact that you were able to work in a live for your diehard reference into that. That was great. That's, I try at least once a day. You got to talk yeah. about diehard in some way. Is that where it ends when they're on that, like a uh, container ship or the, uh, whatever in the water there in the canal, or is that in their diehard movie? It's a, that's diehard three. It's a different film. That's three. Okay. Yeah, that's that's uh, Dire with a Vengeance, I think, is what that you're That would be a different film. Is that with uh, Samuel L. Jackson with him? That's that's Dire with a Vengeance. Die Hard yeah, with a Vengeance, but I'm not. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah, okay. the end they had the container ships with the fake gold. Yep. I think that's what he's oh, talking right. about. Yeah, okay, I see. I'm also yeah. a Die Hard fan. So. Okay. <laughs> Man, did that stuff get like dog trash after. Uh... Yeah. After four, the, the was there only one more? No, the yeah, there the was sun? one more where it was like, now he's got a son and he's that even better ass. Well, there was Russia or something like that, wasn't it? The it only was reason I green screen and sliding up and down concrete, but yeah. they never had road rash and it made no sense. The only reason I own that movie is because I bought the whole Die Hard collection in a steelbook box set or something like that. But I'm just like ashamed that that was included in the in the box set. in the box breakfast tacos. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Filia says Die Hard with a priapism. Thank you. Well, I wanted to bring this story up for you guys since you guys are um, from the same state. And we talked about this uh, recently, or I, I know I sent it to y'all, talking about uh, Governor Whitmer and her her um, massive lead, apparently, what they're reporting over here at Daily Caller, says uh, Democrat Michigan governor massive lead over Republican candidate spells trouble for the GOP. Uh, and let's see. Let's see if they say where this uh, poll was. Okay. Yeah, hey, I can tell you exactly what you're going to learn here. I can tell you yep. in, in the total summation. Here it is. Ready? In a state that they were able to pull off a steal in in 2020, polling suggests they may be able to do it again in 2022 and in 2024. Go figure. In a state that we have argued over and over with all the evidence that a court would need has been stolen. And the AG candidate, Matt DiPerno, has said he will make this his number one priority issue. You're telling me that it's out of the question they could do it again? I'm shocked. Well, this is also a state... There's also a state where they took the top, what, five leading guys and uh, made a made a case that they didn't have enough signatures. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's I a lot to... of BS going on here. But there's two things I want to say about this. Sorry. Besides what Tom said is it goes on to say something along the lines of uh, 
Well, when you ask people, they don't know that much about this candidate or that candidate. And there's two reasons for that, I think. One is because people don't pay enough attention to their state politics. And two, because at this point, like you've got maybe 10% of the Republicans in the state that pay attention to an actual uh, primary. And then after that, you know, you'll start to see people actually recognize the one candidate. So I don't take this. I don't take this poll with a lot of grain of salt in that way. Because it's Especially like, oh, the, the, the average Joe doesn't know who's running the GOP primary. It's like, well, they never do. So it's it's skewed in the way that it represents the data anyway. But yeah, the state's super corrupt. So that doesn't. I also me. would tell you just from my experience, knowing when I tried to help uh, Terry Lynn Land run her Senate campaign here in the state of Michigan, part of how they do these polls, and I don't know how this particular poll is run, but just in general, the polling when they're doing these kinds of who will you support polls, they're run by the candidates to try to figure out where they should spend their time. If something's close, maybe they're going to put more resources into one county or another district or what have you, because they think maybe they can pull off a win where they otherwise wouldn't. I don't see this as being much more than people who want Whitmer to win saying Whitmer's leading. And that's the people in this state who would call guys like my uncle who likely have a annual or a monthly donation set up to the DNC. And it just goes and goes and they don't know and they don't care. And when the call comes in and the poll says, will you vote for them? They just say yes. And I think that's who they're asking to get that number. I think it was, DC it was 600 phone calls. So it's not a, it's like it's a super accurate poll. So, yeah, it's like you're calling through in that case. It's like you're calling through a, you know, a list of donors to say, hey, you still support us. And at that point, I don't again, I don't know where they did the poll or where they got the numbers from, but I don't take that for, you know, a, a lot of worth, a lot of weight. It's kind of like it's kind of like Bill Gates favorite book that you see in all of the pictures of him, how to lie with statistics. Like I just. Yeah. You well, know, it's just like, in the when background. they put a poll out like that, I don't know. This state is Whitmer. Nobody, nobody's hated in the state more than Whitmer by everybody. That's so what like I was going to say. So, PJ, if you go to a Meyer right now, if you go to your local town Meyer or Walmart, um, for the folks at home, Target or whatever else, another big yeah. box store like that, and you just yelled "fuck Whitmer," you'd probably get people yelling "yeah" or clapping. Everywhere. You would not the, have she, someone call security. You would not have someone say that's offensive. You wouldn't get a Karen. You wouldn't get a cop. You would get nothing but a cheer or maybe a "let's go Brandon." Granholm, who was terrible, she was liked my enough friend. by yeah. Granholm, who was absolutely terrible, was you could at least argue that people were supporting her. I can't see any support for Whitmer in this state. Like it's not the same at all. So the fact that they're they're trying so hard that they're actually arrested, having the FBI uh, uh, raid Ryan Kelly's house, and then they're having five of the other GOP candidates with some BS charge that they couldn't get, what, 10,000 signatures? The one guy who's leading the polls for the GOP somehow couldn't get 10,000 people to sign a petition for him? It's was not it, believable. Was it because they were saying the signatures weren't uh, correct? Or they're saying they're not real. They're not they're authentic they're not and verifiable signatures, which is funny as all hell that now the Democrats care about verifying signatures when it comes yeah. to an election. It's kind of weird, well, they, right? care, they cared about when Gavin Newsom was going to recall, but that's the only other time. I yeah. thought it was racist if you wanted to verify someone had a signature because, you know, back in the day, slaves couldn't even write their names. So how dare you assume that in the 21st century, someone can, you know, make their mark? Well, how dare well, you? How well, dare you course, think that black well, people know how to get an ID in this state in well, any in any part of America? Either, at, right? You know, at, at this point, I'm starting to realize maybe they can't, based off of what public schools are teaching kids. As far as that's their know. goal, their goal, <laughs> their goal is that we become as dumb as they treat us. I, I made this point like a month ago. Like they treat us like we're really, really stupid. And in my uh, on the float show, one of the the titles was "Are they retarded?" Question mark. And it wasn't to be you know tongue in cheek. It's just either they're that stupid or they think we are. 
And if neither are the case, then it's that they want you to be. So they're just going to treat you as if they want you to be that stupid. And we're going to go with it. The media lulls you into it. And all of a sudden, we're how many months and now going on two years into a Biden administration? That doesn't make sense. If I talked to me two years ago, I'd be slapping me saying there's a Biden presidency. Right. But it's it's a basic parenting thing, though. Like any anybody who has kids knows that it's better not to talk baby language to your children because you will just continue to teach them to speak that way. Right. You'll yeah. you'll create a, a, a speech impediment. Or you'll talk down to them so much they don't actually grow. So the best thing to do. What with are kids, you talking about? That is, doesn't yeah. happen. It's that to talk to like an adult and they'll grow up. And now we're seeing the the, de- the left do exactly that. They talk to us like we're stupid to make us stupid. Yeah. If that if that is the case, now that explains a lot. Occasionally I will find I myself that. I may clip that segment there. That's I, not I, that's I, not possible. Every once in a while, sometimes I find out I bobble my oz and I'm like, wait, I've never even had an impediment. How does that work out? But my mom always talks baby talk to the pets. And now I'm thinking I do that too around the house. Maybe I'm giving myself an impediment. If they've ever told you, like uh, in a communications class, they say you can uh, extend your vocal range by doing exercises. Maybe if you do, you know, talk to the cats and dogs in a stupid way, you start saying stupid things. No That's my experience. I wonder my chickens uh, cluck with a pediment. Good Lord. Oh, gosh. oh goodness. Well, uh, that this- went somewhere. Yeah, this this wasn't uh, something that I thought or this is something that, you know, I expected to happen here with uh, Biden going to Saudi to beg for oil. Right. Uh, Joe Biden gets devastating news after after a humiliating fist bump with the Saudi prince of MBS. Uh, you know, dude looks he does have no idea where he's at, man. He's just there. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, just a quick uh, synopsis for everybody. President Joe Biden's um, request for the Saudi crown prince to significantly increase oil production in order to bring down global prices is apparently falling on deaf ears. Prince Mohammed bin Salman, also known as MBS. That's pretty cool. Have your own initials there. Hell yeah, and, dude. Uh, MBS is like a serial killer. MBS yeah, is tight, dude. And, <laughs> and I like how they put it. It's an ingratiating request. Joe Biden just comes over there. He's like, I got the crown on. I'm King Pampers. You're going to get me the oil. And, uh, and, and of course, they're laughing at him going, here's your fist bump. And he thinks it's ice cream like they're doing a falafel trick. And he just keeps reaching <laughs> for the other side of their fist. No, but he he doesn't get the oil at the end of the day. Yeah. And and, 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 and it's, it's, it's only as if we do not have a country under our feet that is lush with oil reserves that we could just start getting at right now. Yeah. Can we can we find oil somewhere? It just if we could only get some oil and I kind of wanted this be? deal to go through because I wanted to see the I wanted to see if the left would praise Biden for, uh, you they know, bow, bowing to, to the guy who killed Khashoggi. Right. Not only that, but then to have to explain to me how oil is so much better shipped across the ocean on giant barges where they spill, where they use so much fossil fuels to get here than to come through a pipe, which is, you know, how our vacuum works essentially it doesn't use oil to move the or doesn't use it doesn't use fossil fuels to move the oil through the pipe. Right. Like right. how somehow that's so much better for the environment that we ship oil across from the Middle East to America than to, to drill it here. They've never made the argument, but yet they'll do it because they don't have to look at it. It's like it, it's like the, the left is like a bunch of ostriches with their heads stuck in the sand. As long as they don't have to see where the oil comes from, they don't have to see how the baby's made right they, well, they don't want they don't want to see the ultra oh, the left wants to watch babies get made they want yeah. to watch them also then get destroyed a few months later what it is is they, right. they want to have the iphone and they don't want to know about the slave child making it or or you know uh, farming the nickel out of the ground they want to wear the nikes they don't want to see the little indian girl going blind stitching them together 
Um, they they want to have the car and they want to drive the Tesla. They don't want to know about the mining operation that it comes out of. And they're okay with Biden buying oil if it means the world continues to run. They just don't want to have America be the one responsible for creating that oil in, in, in the first place. But I think it goes even deeper than that. The Democrat, the Democratic leadership, I should say, knows that. They know that their base will virtue signal anything that they're told is good. So why not just tell them the things that will make us rich are the good things? Why not just say, shut down American oil, and then we can use American dollars to buy foreign oil? That can, you know, ingratiate everyone. So the article is correct to say Biden's request is ingratiating. He goes over, he says, you can get oil, you can sell it to us cheaply, you can make it easier, while we still do not create more oil in our country, it makes no sense to anyone, and he knows it, we know it, everyone knows it, that's psychopathic behavior. And he's doing it because he knows he'll get away with it because his base doesn't see it and they don't care. Oh, yeah. Well, they've already started bringing up the fact that it's Trump's fault that they're not producing more oil because he had them uh, uh, bring their oil production down lower. Well, if I recall correctly, the United States was actually we were producing our enough of our own oil and energy to actually have a surplus and to sell it to other countries. Who right. was it that just posted this? It was on Twitter. They said it might have been one of you. They said MSNBC, if you look at their YouTube, has eight videos in the last however long uh, about Trump, zero about Biden. It, well, it's just you, like you what happened this week, like with uh, with Hunter Biden, right? Like all this stuff comes out. You couldn't find a single article about the leaks on any mainstream source. But as soon as Jill Biden goes out there and makes a fool of herself saying some dumb stuff, some stuff about tacos, you know, MSNBC is covering it and everybody's covering it because it's funny. And at least it takes the eyes off of the real problems. That's what they do with all of this stuff. We have a super chat from rumble from Lizzie Longtoes says, been trying to catch a live show. Who should we support? Have we figured out who you are going or who are the true America first candidates? Anybody come to mind? I know Kelly Shabaka in Alaska is one to watch. Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania is one to yep. watch. Uh, let's see here. Who do we else do we have? Oh, Blake Masters over in Arizona. Blake Masters, okay. Carrie Lake. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys what you think about Carrie Lake. I've heard a lot of conflicting stuff about her. I love what she's saying, but like, what do you guys think of her? Uh, to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about her outside of some of the, you know, praises that some of the people I follow have given her. So to give you a, uh, a good breakdown, I wouldn't be able to from just based off of what I've heard. I like I sincerely really want to be wrong about this because when I first started seeing stuff about her, I was like, oh, my gosh, this woman like her diss on the CNN uh, crowd, her the way she handled Brett Baer. Like, I loved it. I was all about it. But then I started thinking to myself when I started doing a little bit of research, I'm like, is this another getting her in front of a camera so we can have another Dan Crenshaw moment? Because mm. the more I look back to the CNN, the CN or the SNL thing with Dan Crenshaw, the more it felt like a setup. You know what I mean? When I watch Dan Crenshaw go on SNL and give them a uh, a bigger man kind of like, it's okay, it's funny, I can take a joke, that kind of thing, right. I thought, and I think I made a video at that point, I was like, look at us being the bigger men. We're, we're better than, you know, taking it personally, right. blah, blah, blah. Totally was sucked into thinking. I was sucked that into That virtue too. signaling of, look at us, we can take a joke, even when it's, you know, below the belt. Right. I think this is kind of a difference here where Carrie Lake, uh, I, I want to give her the, the benefit of the doubt. I've spoken with some of her people. I'm trying to get her uh, availability and her schedule. Um, but even just having communicated with them and having been invited to watch some of her live streams where she does Q and A's, it, it seems like she's an authentic and genuine person. Either she is the single best and most groomed and, and qualified by right. the news standards candidate to run, or 
it's not talking points. She really does believe what she's saying. And it's just simply that she's a, a smart lady who got sucked into this Obama era hope and change. She admits it openly. She's like, yeah, I got yeah. sucked in. And when I saw what I was sucked into, I, I was angry. And I've been hearing this for like half a decade now that the most angry people you're going to find are not the people who are on the right, who are consistently seeing their you know way of life be torn asunder. It's going to be the people who were tricked on the left, who didn't know they were signing up on the wrong side, who were going to flip and go, you know what? The, the conservatives are right. Or the America first people are right. And they're going to be angry that they were tricked. They're going to be angry that they were duped. And that's Carrie Lake. She said she's angry that she voted for Obama and then watched what happened. She's angry that she's seen firsthand what the news has done to smear good people who she grew up around in Wisconsin. Now she goes to Arizona and sees how they talk about people across the country. Um, not to, you know, stump for Carrie Lake, but I guess here I am saying I, I like her. She's she sold me so far. I, I'm going to agree with you for one other reason, because if it was all attacks coming from the left and, the, and people like Fox News were propping her up, I would be a lot more suspicious because with the again, going back to the Dan Crenshaw thing. Were people really that offended? Like, I was not actually offended when Pete uh, Wentz or whatever, or not Pete Wentz. What the heck's his name from SNL? Pete Wentz is offensive. In, and yes, I, wouldn't, I would I never, I would never go see him in concert ever, ever, <laughs> nice. ever. Uh, that, Pete, that skinny, uh, that skinny, skinny douchebag that's Pete Davidson King. on Davidson. Uh, SNL said when that someone him, had. When he said he looked like a hitman from a porno movie. I thought it was actually kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. Like, I thought it was funny. There was the Fox News crowd that was kind of ginning people up to for the right to get all super offended about this thing. It was the boomer and crowd. And then what? Yeah, it was the boomer, boomer crowd. crowd. Right? They made this. They made. They told you be offended that, yeah, that Pete Hanny Davidson said a kind of funny thing offended. about a Republican one time because he's a war hero. So you can't you can't make jokes about him. I thought it was stupid. I never liked that thing. So like when you saw Fox News like creating this scenario where you could get this rhino in there, it doesn't surprise me to look back and see that. But now with Kerry Lake, you've got Brett Bear come out and attack her for the same stuff that I was just saying, which actually actually which actually leads me to think you're right about her. She is someone who's changed. And I think a lot like Trump, like people had those concerns about Trump as well. And you had to come down to whether you believe that Trump actually had a change of heart, and whether he was going to govern conservatively. And this he is, did. This I is why I think say, Carrie... uh, real quick, uh, thanks to Lopez uh, Cuba here for the $10 super chat. And we also had one from uh, Joseph Rivera. Thanks. I will Thank say this about Carrie, the um, what I like about her, and maybe it's just a couple clips that I've seen of her, but it's, uh, you look at Dan Crenshaw, you look at some others who have tricked the, the voter enough to get in and then to get reelected. Um, you see some of them who take the attack and then they do it with grace and with class and they know how to respond. And so then we go, oh, wow, that's that was nice. That was classy. And he responded well. So then we, we give him a pass. Carrie does uh, an, an above and beyond. She takes a swing back. So yes. when someone wants to take a setup question, she goes, you know, that's interesting. And why don't you talk about this? Why don't you talk about 2000 mules? Why don't you do that? And so. You I'll know, do the interview gonna... if it's on CNN plus. Right. Yeah. She knows uh, how to hilarious. have fun and she makes a meme out of it and she has a, a fun time with it. She knows that this is uh, how to win is to be authentic and original and genuine and yourself. And I think right. that's what she's trying to do, whether or not that actually is her. That's just how I'm, how I'm reading it. Yeah, I, I agree. I actually like her so far. It seems like there's there was one other from Arizona that I liked and I'm blanking on the name right now. Uh, not for yeah. governor, but for uh, AG, I think. Uh, I'll point out to D wild on rumble makes a good point. Carrie Lake has the guts to openly embrace Trump and question the 2020 election risky and therefore courageous. You do have a lot of people who would run in an election right now uh, who would run for office and not mention the election. They just say, we've got problems and we've got to solve them yeah. because everyone can associate that with whatever they believe the problem to be. Right. She's the one calling it as it really is. 
Uh, Lizzie Longtoes had asked in in Michigan specifically, PJ, you and I are both in the mitten state. Is there anyone here that you've decided you're you're going to back? I am still agnostic on it right now. What what about you? I like I want. There's two that I'm I'm looking at, and one of them I'm not sure how authentic I feel he is. I've I met Ryan Kelly before. I'm not entirely sold on him. Uh, so love to get him on the show if we can do that. I, I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to talk to him. But uh, what about you right now? Uh, the the one and only person that I know for sure I like and will vote for at least for the moment is Matt DiPerno, the AG mm-hmm. uh, candidate. I, was I think too. that he is by far, uh, the, I mean, he's the most practically um, capable, right? He's the attorney. He's the constitutional attorney out of Kalamazoo uh, helped fight. And he's the, leading right now, isn't he? By a hundred percent. I'm sure uh, not yeah. by a hundred percent. I'm saying I'm a hundred percent confident he is leading. Uh, yeah. It's a stupid way to That's say that. That's definitely who I'm leaning towards. I liked, I liked Ryan Kelly early on, but well, um, DePerno is running for AG, so he'll be running for oh, the attorney general's right, position right. because he wants to sue of that... all of the people who have ruined our state. He got really well. He got popular in 2020 doing all of these stop the shutdown rallies like when in May, in April and May at the Capitol in Michigan, uh, where Stephen Crowder and some other people came to speak. DePerno was one of the people there. Uh, and now he's been one of the people fighting, you know, for stop the steal and for others. So he has been, you know, consistent. Um, People should check out Matt DiPerno if they do not know. So in, in Michigan, Lizzie Longtoes, there's your answer. In Michigan, I like Matt DiPerno. And others, you'll have to just check out. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what happened thank, to Frank? Thank you for the super chat. Yeah, I don't know. Frank, uh, maybe he he had an accident. All right. Well, he had a if, Biden uh, moment. If Frank is having himself a Biden moment, uh, I got a story we could pull up. So you had uh, talking about voting and stuff like that. Uh, or not voting. Talking about... Uh, well, let's bring this article up. Um, you you had brought up something about the reproductive rights from uh, Virginia. Pretty funny article on Twitter. So, oh yeah. Oh, that's, Frank's back. I am yeah, sorry. If, if, if you good. have that, you can pull it up there. That's yeah, the, I'll pull that it was up. The, but one of the funnier things that I'd seen in the last couple of days. I thought this would be a pretty funny thing to to move uh, towards for a second. So let me see. I've got it right here. So uh, from Repro Reproductive Rights Rising in Virginia, it says it's time to update our protest signs. We know it isn't easy, but we're going to explain a few key messages that will make signs more effective and inclusive for your next protest. So I love how the left is uh, trying to police their own language in some pretty ridiculous ways here. Uh, What's the first one? Sorry, I made that too big. Uh, Use gender inclusive language as their first one. It's exclusionary to only center cisgender women in pro-abortion messaging. Not all people who can get pregnant identify as women. It's an easy fix. Just uh, uh, put people instead of women. Uh, yeah, so like they literally have this whole thing with this thread where they have the X's on like, look, this is what you've been saying and this is what we've been supporting forever, but now we have to bend everything to make uh, it gender inclusive. It's so weird that they're still like doing the the uh, women's right. I mean, it's essentially the same argument. It's the women's rights argument. Like we have the we have the our body, we can make the decision, but they're trying to make it all genders just yeah, to fit show- their narrative. It doesn't make any sense. If you showed that poster to somebody in like the early 90s, they would be horrified because they would assume (laughs) that abortion has become like in China. You're trying to go for one or the other. So like I'm sure if if you saw that sign on the right, safe and accessible abortions for all genders. Do you mean that right now you can only get them for girls or you can only get them for boys? Like I would read that sign and go. Um, I I, I would assume you can. I mean, if, if an abortion is legal, then you can abort either male or female, but that is how bastardized the language has become that they want it to be that confusing. So it's safe. It's not safe, accessible. 
I mean, if you argue that abortions for all genders, well, now we're getting silly, sillier than it is to uh, commit infanticide to begin with. Yeah, they changed the language, but they didn't change safe, uh, which is so weird to me. You know what's weird? I saw another article this week because now they're trying to defend the fact that they want to have at-home abortions. Or is that in this? Is that in this? Later it's in on? this, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, we'll yep. get to that later. But yeah, no, my one. first thought was that it was like a junior. You know, they would look to the future and be like, oh, my gosh, they made a way for men to get pregnant. <laughs> well, it, it gets better. So number yeah. two, if you can click that one. Uh, number two, everyone deserves bodily autonomy. Yes, even you, you straight cisgender men. I love how they talk down to us while advocating for us. It's, that's right. Makes yeah. me feel good. Well, no, this is about us. I just added the you because it's you. Yeah. <laughs> They're saying, yeah, even those straight cisgender men advocating for forced vasectomies isn't the witty clapback you think it might be. In fact, supporting attacks on other people's bodies actually normalizes the same kind of control that we're fighting against. So it's like they have to have a an awakening to, oh, you mean hypocrisy bad? Uh, Krang commit hypocrisy? Oh, and they don't have it any other way. So they have to have it explained like they're five. Number three. I wonder how stupid people are going to feel, though, that rushed out to get a vasectomy to virtue signal because you saw those videos, right? Like guys going, they can be reversed, oh, yeah, I, I rushed out and got a vasectomy because it was up hundreds and hundreds of percent. I, I uploaded a video about there were uh, uh, doctors who had said we typically get three a weekend. Now we're getting, you know, 30 in a weekend. Yeah. So unreal. You know, I, hey, I'm all for liberal men getting vasectomies. I'm OK with that. I, I want to know where the <laughs> donation link is, to be honest. You I want think to it's all sad. Vasectomies. Number three says, "Leave the coat hangers in your closet." Coat hanger imagery is outdated, harmful, and used to incite fear of self-managed abortions, otherwise referred to as SMA. We have abortion pills now, so you know we're updated. It's like the Jetsons; you can just abort at home with no hangover, uh, with no coat hanger or hangover at all. SMA or self-managed abortions with abortion pills. They say again, safe and effective, and we should amplify this information instead of spreading fear. So again, don't use the coat hangers because those are scary, scary, scary. Instead, use this beautiful, nice, clean abortion pills, white on pink imagery. It they're destroying every single one of their arguments in this one image, though. That's what I love. The argument that shutting down Roe will, will end abortion, right? They're like, oh, we can do this at home. They're also shutting down the idea that abortion has to be after 10 or 14 weeks because abortion pills don't work after 10 or 14 weeks, right. if I'm well, correct on this. They and also actually, want, people were saying that in the comments. They also are then, they're saying, you know, by the way, these SMAs, they are safe. So, you know, we're trying to leave the unsafe out of it. They're, they're admitting then that what some of this to the is the back alley abortion doctor argument. Exactly. Yeah. So what does number four say? Uh, let me see. Uh, number four. Illegal abortion does not mean unsafe here it is. abortion. Here, it yep, is. here we go. Uh, the back alley doctor thing and the, the vasectomy thing, the two things that were like so quick to rush on you. Now, now you can't do those. With increased accessibility of abortion pills and online education, people can safely have abortions at home. Uh, again, increasing education about safety, self-managed abortions is a helpful way, is more helpful than spreading fear. Yeah. So the so, signs that say you can't ban abortion, you can only ban safe abortion, that's actually wrong. And doesn't that kind of undermine their entire argument? Because they say, you know, in Ohio, if you ban abortion, then it's unsafe and people have to, you know, go across state lines and it becomes this whole crazy argument and we can see they are undermining that by saying, actually, that's not very accurate or inclusive. 
Well, also, I feel like it's probably easier for them to set up the uh, temple shrines and the the candles and pentagrams at their home when they're sacrificing their children than it is at a doctor's office. So oh, just I imagine wait. they would prefer this. <laughs> um, yeah, so number five, uh, you can't... This is my favorite one oh, by far. Oh, this is the handmade uh, tale. <laughs> this is where I'm going to agree with them 100% for one time. Well, not 100%. Uh, you, number five, you can't wear people's real oppression as a costume. Throw away the red cloaks. Handmaid's Tale references turn a blind eye to the centuries of oppression of people of color, specifically black, brown, indigenous women have faced regarding their reproductive rights. Uh, I just want to say I'm going to agree that I really want to see the Handmaid's Tale outfits go away. But my favorite line, as Tom pointed out earlier, is it says, you're, you can't wear people's real oppression. These people are so bought into this terrible Hulu show <laughs> that they don't know it's fiction. Yeah, they think it's historically accurate. You know, like, yeah, they're white actresses now, but they're representing, you know, a, a, fiction, a fictional reality where, you know, people were enslaved. And in real life, the people who were slaves were black and brown women. That's their whole argument is it's going to be, well, you know, really in, in real life, people are oppressed. Like Thomas Jefferson's slaves were oppressed into having children of his. So they would be the handmaidens. And so you can't wear a handmaidens get up a costume because it's, you know, it's uh, it's making light of real slavery. This is their actual argument. This sounds like parody, but it's really them. Also, aren't they the ones that didn't want to equate anything about slavery and abortion? Yes. They were. Oh, I'm man. just saying they equated the backwards, like like the story with AOC we'll get to in a minute. But like they don't want to equate the idea that uh, making people not people saying that this person doesn't have rights because they're just property. They're mine. Uh, they never want to compare abortion to slavery until they do. Uh, and they don't the, even realize it. Yeah. The the last piece there that they follow up with, I think, is is just as good. Not all messaging is outdated. Slogans that center health care, human rights and bodily autonomy are still powerful lines for signs. We just ask that you be intentional and inclusive with whatever sign you choose to make with a purple heart. So they're they're saying that as you can't be male, you can't be female, you can't discriminate based on sex or gender. It just needs to be about killing babies. That's all it is. That's all it's about. Yep. They. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's just dumbstruck at this. I think we all are. It's so stupid. I, it is. I like yeah. seeing the left to eat their own a little bit, though. It is kind of fun. Yeah. It's my I favorite to hobby. This one real yeah. quick, because uh, we were talking about it right before I had to uh, get off the air for a second there. But yeah, where talking, did you go? Did the pizza uh, guy show up? I wish, man. That would be awesome if I had a pizza place that delivered around here. Domino's. <laughs> I have to do all mine like in the oven. I, if you know, I live too far away from all the other places. So my stuff is my go-to is either DiGiorno or Red Baron pizza. So those are the two things that you know. If I want home pizza, that's what it is, or homemade. Sometimes Talk we'll about a throwback to slave days, having to make your own pizza. My God, I know, no kidding, yeah, man. Seriously, you are truly <laughs> oppressed, Frank. I am. I am. I thought you yeah. had. I thought you had kids, Frank. Aren't they old enough to make dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, being a taco, a fully adult taco, it is very hard to to get pizza around where I'm at. I have to make it myself. It, it's... So, so can I stop calling you Latinx now and just call you a breakfast taco American? That's the question I've been meaning to ask all night. <laughs> I was calling him a burrito boy, but I didn't get permission. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, well, we uh, for all of you guys that have been following the whole Hunter Biden leak, and the pay, uh, pedo, or is it Peter, P pedo, Peter, pedo, Peter, or pedo, Pete. Yeah, right. I think everyone presumed that was Biden, like Joe Biden, 
Well, well, I'd even said part of the reason that we see him sending links to Pornhub or sending different images to his dad. And people were all wondering, why is he sending things to his dad? We also heard that he, Hunter, was sharing accounts, phone numbers, etc., right. devices and uh, other, you know, other things, bank accounts with his dad. So my thought was maybe we're looking at this as Hunter sending a Pornhub link to his dad. And in reality, he's sending it to himself, but they were sharing a phone later. So now we're reading it the wrong way because I've sent links and, you know, images and memes and things to myself if I want to save it, but I'm not at a computer. I'm on a phone. I might text it to myself. If Hunter has a way to save his own porn on his own Pornhub account, but he doesn't want to have a, you know, it get lost into the internet. He wants to make sure he can save it. He might text it to himself. And now we look at it and go, huh, he sent it to his dad. And in reality, we, we find out it's not even his dad. Yeah. Real quick, I just wanted to say thank you to uh, Osha Bree Salty over here. She says, I am your DiGiorno gal, Frank, LOL. Thank you for the love. Oh. She sends me the super chats for the DiGiornos when we go live from time to time. I do appreciate that because I am going to buy a DiGiorno now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice of her. And thank you to Joseph. I think, for the I think they uh, owe us some money for advertisement because now I want some DiGiornos. <laughs> Uh, everybody's going to have their uh, smartphones giving them advertisements for DiGiorno's now. Yeah, it's oh, not a sponsor. Sure. It's not a sponsor. It's a super chat. Yeah. <laughs> it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, uh, Joseph. And yes, tacos, breakfast tacos unite for sure. For yeah, sure. I'm I'm still confused by this story a little bit because it says that now they're saying it was, you know, Nat it was Natalie yeah, Biden. So, we'll, we'll so, go down so that begs the bit. question. So yeah. that I kind of guess begs the question. Did he send this not to himself and not to Joe, but did he send a Pornhub link to Natalie? Yeah. So it says right. here, it says Hunter Biden's phone contact, uh, Pedo, <laughs> Peter, say that like five times fast, man. Fat on his iCloud. I can't Pedo, say Peter, Pedo, Peter, 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 Peter. <laughs> account is not associated with president joe biden as earlier believed it's actually connected with 17 year old natalie biden the daughter of late Bo biden and his widow haley biden according to forensic forensic analysis performed by breitbart news that is even more disturbing because she's 17 <laughs> well that's not even the most disturbing part like i don't know if people have and i'm not encouraging you to to actually look into the 4chan leaks as i have it is uh for anyone that's looking, it's hunterbidenlaptop.com. Yeah, Be you can also use Telegram to find this stuff, stuff. From that stuff. If you use a Hunter Biden, if you look up Hunter Biden on Telegram, you'll find a lot of stuff. But like, you'll see a lot of pictures of Natalie uh, that with Coke on her nose, uh, very scantily dressed, very weird relationship to have. Now, like people are always ripping on him for the weird relationship he had with his uh, dead brother's wife, which is yeah. bad enough. But to have weird Coke-fueled sexual relations with your dead brother's wife's daughter who's a minor this should be like literally the biggest story that's what i'm saying like it's so you can tell how in bed the media including fox news is on this because you want to know fox, how in bed frankly i'd like to know how literally in bed they are. sometimes yes, literally they are. The actual bed. Well, that's what i'm story, saying i did yes. a story not too long ago talking about how the biden uh administration's been feeding fox news stories of course for they them to get more positive coverage on on their network or on their websites this is something that's been going on now for a while if we even go back to uh, the Biden uh, administration early on in uh, on the onset of 2021, where they were sending money to the uh, all the media companies to push the vaccine uh, yep. on their show. So this is something that I would not surprise me at all that they would actively cover for this administration by showing you a video of AOC versus what's going on over here, which I think PJ is going to dive into. Yeah, if you, if you want proof that Fox News or any of these places are 
controlled opposition. All you have to look at is when you say they're the right wing media, you know, the left attacks them as being, oh, they're the conservative news source or the right wing news source. Then why is that every time an absolutely damning story that comes out about Biden or the Democrats does not get covered? And I don't mean covered lightly. I mean, does not get covered. Go back a few days. Like at look all. At when the Hunter Biden leaks came out and they were all over Twitter, they're all over everywhere. They're all over Telegram and 4chan and Reddit. Find me one Fox News article that's critical of this. And then go to the next day and tell me how many Fox News articles are running cover for Hunter Biden by saying, oh, look, Joe Biden said something silly. Like nobody actually thought she was being racist. She, everybody thinks she's, she's stupid. And like, right. it's a great laugh. I'm making fun of it myself, obviously. The bigger story here is Hunter Biden. And it like, I'm not saying the Jill Biden thing was a setup to get herself made fun of to cover for the Biden crime family. It just happened. But the media definitely took opportunity of it. Yeah. Oh, sure. well, if, if someone presents you 10 options, like, you know, the dessert guy comes around and says, you know, can I tempt you? And he's got 10 things on a tray. The, they don't want to give you the richest, most, you know, awful, you know, decadent thing. Because that's the, you know, child pornography and the international right. business dealings and the treason. They want to say, look at what he called his stepmom. He called her a bad word. He called her the forbidden C word, or he said, she's a moron. And then they're all like the first. Le so it becomes like a dramatic little, he said, she said, instead of he did, she did. And it kind of mm -hmm. needs to be that. And so we're not looking at, you know, the, the big thing because they want you to see that little, little piece. They're going to give you a taste and then no more boxes. We've also controlled opposition. And, and that's right. what happened with the AOC story. Um, you know, it's, it was basically a non-story. I was talking to another gentleman off air uh, earlier this week. And You're not allowed to about, talk to other people, Frank. It's I, just I know. Sorry. Sorry. And uh, and he said it was the dumbest thing. I said, well, it was the dumb thing. It was funny. I said, but the only reason it got any type of traction was because AOC decided to talk about that. If it, she had not talked about it, it would not have been as big as, as, it, uh, as it became. It would have been us laughing about it because, you know, it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, but that's all it would have been. But then she decided to go ahead and open her mouth, and it led to a lot more other stuff that I, I think PJ wanted to talk about. Wait, are you talking about the AOC getting uh, heckled by uh, Alex Stein? Alex yeah. Stein? Yeah. That's Prime not actually a story Alex I was going to bring up, but that was oh. funny. Um, I, saw, <laughs> I saw a lot of people. Booty uh, Latina. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty great. I didn't pull Sexy that up. Taco, I, tamale or whatever he said. <laughs> you know, no, actually, that act does lead into the point I was going to make, though, is it's funny because just a day or two prior to the Alex Stein video, which was funny. I'm not going to, like, feel bad for AOC. You know, I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, we shouldn't sexually harass AOC. And I'm like, well, first of all, Alex Stein isn't really a conservative. So saying it's coming from the conservative side isn't entirely true. But I do find Alex Stein funny, and I do like a lot of what he's doing. But it covered up something even bigger that she said, which, again, goes to my point. It's like you, you, a lot of people aren't talking about the one thing AOC said that was actually relevant to politics and relevant to something real. It was uh, some fake scandal about somebody saying she had a big booty, which is funny, like the Jill Biden thing. But I want to play the video that I think that people – oh, shoot. It's uh, People should be I talking. I thought it was interesting. While you really pull quick. that up, yeah. while you pull that up, uh, while she posts about Alex Stein – making a silly comment. And the comment was to highlight the fact that she thinks everyone who is critical of her can just be brushed away and stiff armed by the accusation of them wanting to date her. And so he yeah, had right. said, I'm going to go and instead of heckling her, calling her a B or a C because he's on Marjorie Taylor Greene's program. And she says to him, Alex, they do this to us all the time. There's always people heckling and no one's ever there to protect. And so he goes, well, I'll go, but I'm not going to heckle in a rude and mean and aggressive way. I'll go and make her think I love her. 
I'll go and make her think that I'm there to support her, but I'll be so obnoxious that she now sees the, um, the, the, the hyperbole of it. So that's his culture jamming method is he wants exactly. to take something that's like ridiculous and jam it. And so he's in her face saying, I love you. Yeah. You want to kill babies, but you're so sexy. You're yep. so sweet. You got a sweet, big old Latina booty. Look at your big, you know? And so that's the, the silliness of it is that he doesn't mean that. And then he goes, you know, objectively she's attractive, but you know, I just wanted to make sure that she knew I liked her. She goes in the video that he's taking and says, let's go take a selfie. And she's trying to belittle and play it off. Like she doesn't care. Yep. She takes his video showing that she wants to get a selfie. She does this and then runs up the stairs. She posts this and says, I ran over to deck him. No, you didn't. Right. No, I right. ran over to deck him because police wouldn't protect us. So I had to protect myself. I'm paraphrasing, but she says, yeah. no one would protect us. So I had to, so I felt I needed to go and deck him, but I had a vote to catch up with and not a case to catch. Like she would mm -hmm. get charged for punching Alex Stein. So then she goes and makes this video complaining about how the police at the Capitol are not to be trusted. And maybe that's where you wanted to, to play the video. Cause that was the video that it, I was thinking you were going to. Yeah, it is. So, but I want to say this too. People are uh, forgetting the one line in that video that actually made any difference, which was the part where he goes, Big yeah, she's Latina. Sexy, she wants to kill babies. Like yeah, that's right. the point is he's making is like, yeah, people like AOC because she's pretty and people, you know, I'm not gonna pretend like she's not attractive, but that's the only thing about her. She wants to kill kids. Right. Um, but yeah, she, she says she can't trust the Capitol Police, and that is the story that I think people are missing. And it leads into another one about Ray Epps that I want to get to, but I want to play this clip really quick. Go ahead. Yep. Like Antifa? And that there were actual officers working with this, and we never got to the bottom of that, and we never got any answers about that. And then to this day, we're just supposed to pretend that that never happened. I have no idea what happened to the people on the inside who were very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that. And we're, I'm supposed to sit here and pretend like none of that ever happened. And then right afterwards, you have a massive, you know, you just have this idea that throwing money at that problem is gonna make it go away without any buildings. accountability. And so this is, this is where these things are breaking down. We're not safe. And it's not just about members of Congress not being safe. The Black food staff matter. workers aren't safe. The Black janitors aren't safe. Like, we need to get to the bottom of this. So that's all I got to say. Yeah, so what she's saying essentially is that we need to get to the bottom of why... Uh, the people were let into the Capitol building. It's weird that the Democrats don't want us talking about this. And she's so naive mm -hmm. that she doesn't get the point. Like, she doesn't get that this is actually a right-wing talking point and has been for a long time. And the reason the left doesn't want you to talk about it is because they were let into the Capitol for a very specific reason. And it has nothing to do with them being sympathetic. The people who shot Ashley Babbitt are not being sympathetic to uh yeah there we go <laughs> you can't tell me aoc is not attractive like, you're I've telling me trying to say that but come on you're telling me that this person doesn't get it i yeah. don't believe it <laughs> you're telling me that she might not understand what's going on i don't buy it for a second no alex stein said she's objectively he said she's attractive so right. that's why it works because the people have said you could put a, a, a tuna sandwich on a stool in a debate but as long as it's a Democrat, it will get elected in yeah. her district in New York. You could elect anyone. So it was about a primary win. And they had some social media push that got her on the ballot instead of the other guy who was the incumbent. Yeah, That's Joe the Crowley. only reason that she sits there. Right. So the, the fact that she's now questioning this for the for the Pelosiites, for the Uniparty, they've told her uh, you are are taking into question your your um, 
what am I, what am I trying to say? She, uh, they told her you are calling into question the credibility of public safety when you question the police officers, which right. just opens up a can of worms. Why are five of them dead by suicide last year this time? Well, I'd like it when she starts asking the questions like, why did Nancy Pelosi refuse to have extra National Guard come or extra police or National yeah. Guard come in to protect the Capitol? I've and what happened to the bombs that were placed at the DNC and the RNC that morning? We've got cameras everywhere and we've got cell phones that were tracking people somehow before they even got to the Capitol. They knew to track certain people. Right? Yeah, I think they weren't real. All of this. Yeah. I just think Sorry, it wasn't real. I just think yeah. they weren't real. I think those bombs, they said like, hey, we found bombs. And we were like, wow, we're going to investigate. And they were like, oh, wait, I thought we could just say stuff today. Yeah. Right. But that's the that's the thing is like it, whether they were real or not. We That's a story we should know if they were fake and they were making stuff up. That's a damning story. Well, I if they know. were real, we well, need that, to put them there. That I or I guess the other it, it could be. Sorry, Frank. It could be like 50 percent that or it could be that they were real, that they were waiting for the go ahead to get detonated. For whatever reason, they didn't get detonated, and now they have to walk it back like they weren't as big a threat because right. otherwise, how do you explain that? Yeah, right. I want to know whether or not Liz Cheney is going to be calling AOC uh, to be uh, <laughs> as a witness. And not only that, now does this give the people who are sitting in this January 6th uh, cells, is that enough ammo to be presented in their, in their cases? Look, this is what one of the reps is talking about now on the Democratic side. Well, exactly, because she's admitting that these people were allowed into the Capitol and you're mm -hmm. you're charging them for breaking and entering. You're charging them for being in a place they can't be when the police are letting them in. And then on the other hand, you've got this this whole Ray Epps thing, which is coming out. The New York Times is praising this guy. Oh, um, do you mean the that? victim of conspiracy theories? The, Ray the Epps? victim of conspiracy. Theories. We've got oh, real victim. <laughs> We've got real victims on, on January 6th, like Ashley Babbitt. We've got people who've been placed in gulags thanks to uh obama era executive order that allowed them to create these gulag type prisons that nobody's talking about by the way which i find interesting uh and then yeah, you know you ray epps is in sri lanka saying we got to get to the capital we got to get in there <laughs> yeah well I, let me play the video if people aren't familiar with ray epps really quick and then i want to show you guys um or read some of this on new york Times. do i have the do i have this still pulled up all right yeah so um I want to oh, show this, and then uh, I'll tell you what the New York Times is saying about this guy. In fact, tomorrow, I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say we it. Need, we need to go. It. I'll say it. All right. we I don't want to say it because I'll be arrested. Oh, yeah, don't say it. Well, I'm going to say it. Yeah. I'm going to say it. Like, in the Let's go! These are all, by the way, from the night before. Yeah, this is January 5th. Correct. Yeah. Put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail for tomorrow. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. I'm with them. Yeah. All right. Now the next day, January 6th, still saying the same thing. I'm, I'm trying to remember. If I saw him there, because I was there. Yeah, sorry. Say that again, Frank. I said I'm trying to remember if I even seen saw him there when I was there in uh, on January 6th. Dude, I remember watching live streams on the 5th. I remember watching that night and watching live streams out in front of different hotels. And I remember, I thought, maybe, I thought I remember seeing him shouting. So it was like people had known that people were around yelling and that there was, you know, maybe something not to be trusted. I, I considered going and for that reason said, I don't, I don't know if I should go because... 
if if there are some weird false flags and i'm a big conspiracy guy so if there oh, were any man. kind of false flags i'm like that's gonna be the day that, that is Trump, literally Trump the reason the date that they're gonna plan for it that's literally the reason i didn't go is i just had this bad feeling for the whenever it was announced i was like man if anything's gonna get infiltrated by the feds uh, it's gonna be this and that, and i was pissed off enough i would have probably been the one you know you know running through the doors of the <laughs> statute statuary yeah hall. i'm not gonna lie i probably would have too if i was there but like i'm like i can't yeah so like here's Gosh, we'll, him, we'll get right charged eventually for admitting that sorry say that again i said we're gonna get charged for admitting we would have done it had we been there yeah pre-crime yeah it's a thought uh, crime that's, that's you thought about this ray Epps is literally whispering into the ears of these guys right at the capitol barricades and look what happens right after this the first cap the barricade that came down Ray Epps is there. You want to know what he said to, to push him? it over, and that's when all this started. So, how is it that this guy, of everybody there, people who are people who are not even at the Capitol grounds, people who are just in D.C. who had the wrong things on their social media profiles, were arrested, were arraigned. They they uh, have waited on some people 16, 17, 18 months to go and swat their house because they heard a voice on a video that sounded maybe like theirs. Mm-hmm. And then the New York Times writes an article and quote, it says, Ray Epps has suffered enormously in the past 10 months as right-wing media figures and Republican politicians have baselessly described him as a covert government agent who helped to incite the attacks on the Capitol last year. So not only are they defending a guy who they, New York Times who has said everybody that was there needs to be in prison, he's being these gulags, we need these huge January 6th hearings uh, where we bring out Cassidy Hutchins and make up fantastic tales about trump uh taking over a, a little cool comic book though yeah, uh, it's it called it's super trump thank you it's <laughs> yeah super trump my arms are really long go right through the limo yeah so it's just like the more that the lady doth protest too much in this case like the more you try to say hey you know the one guy who was there inciting the violence and inciting the barricades coming down and was there when the barricades came down and said the night before we should go into the building and how we've been trying to say it was planned because some guy had a Lego set in his uh, living room. <laughs> right. Remember that one? I do. Like they want to arrest that guy, but this guy, that? they're like, Oh, he's a poor put upon guy because people think he might be a fed. See, I, I was see I see. This is why I'm glad I didn't go because if I had gone to January 6th, they would have gone crashing through my door going, not only does he have a model, in Legos of the White House, but he also has the lunar lander. He might have been going to the Smithsonian later <laughs> to go attack the shuttle that's over there. Um, good Lord. But, oh, oh, so what was I going to say? So when he's whispering into that guy's ear, that guy who has been arrested, who has been charged, is uh, in not an affidavit, but he's given a court testimony. He's given his statement saying that Ray Epps told him, be nice to the police. They're just doing their jobs. That's what he swears. So when they say under penalty of perjury, what did that man tell you in your ear? He swears that Ray Epps just told him, be nice to the police because they're just doing what they're supposed to do. Well, let me and, and depending on what you th- what you take in that, you can either think, well, yeah, I mean, cops just doing their jobs, or you can take it from Ray Epps knowing that there are some cops there to do their job, wink, wink, like don't attack the police. They're going to let you in. And so right. why would why would he know the police are going to be passive? Why would Ray Epps say, don't attack the cops, just push past them? It's like Ray Epps knew something more than you did. This guy right here, his name's Luke Robinson, the guy in the red there. He was at the Capitol. He was armed. And he was on the FBI list. And all, all of a sudden, mysteriously, he was vanished off the FBI's most wanted list, along with Ray Epps at the same time. And this gentleman here, the JFK report, confronted him about it. And I don't know if you guys have seen this video or not. Uh, I've seen it for a few different different times, but this just kind of 
adds to what we're talking about. So let's take a listen to this real quick. Ray Epps? Because we knew we knew you were at the Capitol, and we weren't sure if uh, you had an earpiece and a firearm. Man, that's that's a you had a firearm on federal property. That's serious stuff. I got charged with a misdemeanor for parading a picket, and that's a firearm, man. And they, I met you ten days after the FBI came to my house gonna, on April third. Okay. I mean, what's going on, man? All right, yeah. What's with the earpiece at the Capitol? Where? Who were you talking to? I'll see you guys later. Who were you talking to? You though? actually want to buy this bike or not? No, thank you. Who were you talking to at the capital of the airpiece? Hey, man, we're just trying to figure out what's going on. Luke Robinson, number 343, removed from the FBI wanted list. Ten days after the cap, uh, ten days after the FBI came to my house, I met Luke on April 3rd, 2021. And two weeks ago, I found out Luke Robinson was removed from 343 on the FBI most wanted list. And he seems he's a nice guy. We just want to know what's going on. He had a firearm on him on federal property and earpiece, and he was removed from the Capitol. We don't know what's going on, brother, but we just want to figure it out. If you, hey man, if you're in serious stuff, you got to get a lawyer. You need to figure it out, man. This is uh, we want you to be safe. I know who you are. You're. Are you cooperating with the FBI? I, I just don't really want to talk. Why'd they remove you from the list? They've only removed three names. Go on what? They've only How removed much? three names from the FBI list. We don't. We, we're not sure why they removed you. Why they removed Ray Epps? How much you want to bet? He's on we another just, we're list. We're praying for you, Luke. Yeah. We're praying for you. Because I think the FBI uses these criminals, known or unknown to us. The FBI knows who the criminals are. The FBI knows who's downloading child porn. The FBI knows who are making these weird claims to uh, to you know, child abuse online. I think the FBI knows how to, how to leverage someone, how to twist an arm, how to flip someone. And I wouldn't put it past the current FBI under Christopher Ray to lean on some of these people to become informants. So when he's asked, are you working with the FBI? And he goes, I really, really don't want to answer. I think we got our answer. Yep. Yeah. Anytime somebody answers a question as basic as that is, I don't want to answer. <laughs> that's, that that's is a... an answer. And I got to say the only shocking part about that video was the fact that he had a two seater bicycle. <laughs> Like, where do you well, find those? Well, because, you know, the kids that he's into don't fit in the basket. That's right. There we go. Or that or him and Ray Epps shared the bicycle, you know, never know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, Ray Epps has <laughs> a really nice golf removed, though. a bunch yeah. of acreage out in Arizona. He's now moving. In, uh, Ray Epps now lives in a mobile home at the foot of the Rockies. He and his wife had to move all their possessions into a mobile home. He's been harassed. And the New hiding. York Times feels very bad for him. Well, and I feel bad for him, too, because, what? of course, he said to the FBI he did nothing wrong. Therefore, he didn't. Whenever, you know, whenever the New York Times feels bad for somebody, that should be red flagged right there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like the New York Times, it's like if you were on the fence of Frey Epps was a uh, Fed or not, the, the article should be you know, perfect proof of like, yep, yeah, no, this guy's absolutely a Fed. Uh, we have Lizzie Longtoes on Rumble sending a super chat saying, never Trumper, Michigan establishment cheater, Tudor Nixon for governor. The Gateway Pundit article uh, has him pulled up here as the a cheating Tudor Nixon, Tudor Dixon. I haven't heard too much about Tudor Dixon. I don't know if I have an image of him. Let's pull that up. Yeah. Um, 
Um, well, while you pull that up, uh, I wanted to also point out the fact that if you think that uh, the New York Times or the FBI or the Capitol Police or the federal government just feels bad for certain people that were there, uh, they don't feel bad enough to not put a 69-year-old cancer patient grandma in jail for yeah. uh, trespassing on January 6th. I, do I have that this, happened uh, yesterday. Yes. So, yeah, not 69-year-old cancer patient grandma to be jailed for January 6th trespassing. I think it's just for a month or so, but Ray Epps didn't get anything. Uh, no and time. he's very clearly documented. So, um, and what did they she, really what was do she not put in care. for? Like parading as well? well? Sorry, say that again. Was she parading? Is that what they uh, charged her with? Uh, I think she just walked in like a lot of other people were let in. The, the, the thing that AOC is bringing up like, hey, a lot of people are let in uh, the building for some reason, and uh, they're arresting those people too. So, you guys, I have a serious problem. Uh, and I got to show you this quickly because other people need to know. Can you see that? Can yep. you see this? I think the, uh, the the Republican Rhino GOP found their own version of Whitmer in Tudor Dixon. Is that this who that is? Here. Yes, sir. Tudor oh, Dixon okay. sitting down with the Capitol Rundown. She's going head-to-head, uh, -head, face to face uh, tit-for-tat with Kevin Ranke, the other leader here. Kevin Ranke at uh, 13%, along with Garrett Soldano at 13%. Um, Ryan Kelly was in second with 15%. Tudor Nixon, uh, Tudor Dixon, I'm going to forever get that wrong. 11%, uh, closest competitor, Ryan Kelly. So for some reason, the establishment news and M Live and other local news is pushing this person who objectively, again, compared to the others, half of them are men, would be easy on the eyes. It would be an easy conservative can say, hey, I still voted for a woman, but it wasn't the, the nasty woman on the left. It's the nasty woman on the right and i think yeah. that's what we're they're, tr they're trying to do it it just looks to me like they're trying to push our version of whitmer upon the people hmm. i mean that's the problem with our state is even when we get a republican they're not they're always not really republican at least in my lifetime unless you can think of somebody different but <laughs> denise says that ain't easy on the eyes <laughs> <laughs> well I don't hey, everything, is everything is relative everything is relative I've heard people say that Whitmer was sexy, and I don't get that at all. No. Well, that's what I'm trying to explain. Like, you know, like you got some of these guys. You got to realize who fate. are the men on the left married to? What are they right. looking at every night? And then when they see this candidate on the news, they go, wow, she's she's gorgeous because she's, you know, ab above a three. Above a three. Yeah. Well, this is why I don't. This is why I don't don't uh, harp on Paul Pelosi all that bad. It's like I know who he has to drive home to. So if he does a little bit of drunk driving, it's like, you know. I, I get why they gave him a pass, you know? He probably wanted to be in jail, though. He didn't have to go to go home <laughs> to that. Go. Well, Nancy wasn't even home at the time, though. She was on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. So still. check this out real quick um, before, as we're transitioning here. No, we're not transitioning. We got to find a new word. They've taken that. <laughs> we, we're moving. We're moving, we're moving somehow. We're moving. Frank wants to be a big booty Latina, too. I, oh. I do. I do. I want to be big booty, uh, booty taco or whatever tamale. Yeah. <laughs> Fat taco frame. Let That's him live he... his dreams. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm not judging. That there's, was... there's a gender out there for me. <laughs> and you better not say he can't get an abortion. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I would never. So, uh, many of you guys know Bryson Gray. I know the two of you guys do. I know many yeah. of the audience does. Just watch an examiner over here. It says uh, rapper slaps Biden family with a viral diss track. It says, uh, let's see here. A uh, rapper is going viral after he made a diss track targeting President Joe Biden and his son Hunter. 
He says, I made a song about Hunter Biden's iCloud getting hacked, Bryson Gray posted on Twitter with a video of him spitting bars and ripping the Biden family. Hunter's arguing with hookers while they're weighing crack, Gray raps. They'll call it a conspiracy, but I'm saying it's back. So we can take a little listen. Yeah, to we this. should listen to the entire thing. All right. Let's take it's actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's All really right. good. Here yeah. we go. You know- They gon' hate me for this one. Hey, 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 you know what's really wild? Got your own son calling you a pedophile. Why you getting called that by your own child? It's a pedo Peter every time the phone down. Wow, Hunter, are you in with hookers while they wearing crack? Whoa, they call it a conspiracy, but I'm saying facts. Whoa, in the mansion up in Cali, but who pay for that? Whoa, the media gon' cover it up like he ain't get hacked. Whoa. Here we go again. We go. If it was Trump Jr., it would be on CNN. This is what happens when you rip what you a slate of sin. This is what happens when the devil knock you let him in. Nah. I don't care about who this offends. Buy a crime family, they all belong in the pen. Buy your loves minors, that's the real BLM. Call me what you want, but at least I ain't a damn. Wait, hold up, don't get mad at me. Am I tripping over seeing bed with Natalie? Why he recording all that? What's the strategy? If you do incest, you probably do bestiality. Hey, the president's son is a Crackhead, but you the smartest guy. He noticed what your dad said. Is he the real president or Jack Led? Why is everyone that voted for your dad dead? Hey, you know what's really wild? Got your own son calling you a pedophile. Why you getting called that by your own child? It's a pedo Peter every time the phone down. Wow, Hunter arguing with hookers while he wearing crack. Whoa, they call it a conspiracy, but I'm saying facts. Whoa, in the mansion up in Cali, but who pay for that? Whoa, the media gon' cover it up like he ain't get hacked. Whoa, all the women in your phone can't. We check the age. Wasn't you on Epstein Island? Can we check the page? Hunter needs to be in prison, put him in a cage. I thought he was clean, seemed like he ain't changed his ways. And that ain't working for charisma. How he get a raise? 10% for the big guy. Who are we in paid? I still don't know why he recorded. Is it blackmail? But do you really think any of them will go to jail? They satanic and all of them will go to hell. You a lame hunter and your daddy lame as well. It's obvious, but if you blind and read it in braille, with a corruption never end, only time will tell. President's son is a crackhead, but you the smartest guy, he noticed what your dad said. Is he the real president or Jack Lee? Why is everyone that voted for your dad dead? Hey, you know what's really wild? Got your own son calling you a pedophile. Why you getting called that by your own child? It's a pedo Peter every time the phone down. Wow, Hunter arguing with hookers while he wearing crack. Whoa, they call it a conspiracy, but I'm saying facts. Whoa, in the mansion up in Cali, but who pay for that? Whoa, the media gonna cover it up like he ain't get hacked. Whoa. Worth it. Worth the entire thing. It was worth it. <laughs> the song hits the lady. PJ, you're muted, buddy. You're, you're living in the Mutrix. PJ, you got to unmute. Oh, goodness. That, that was- I was just going to say, like, I'm not entirely sure how I felt about Bryson Gray's rap before that, but that was that was a bomb. Hey, when you unmuted, I think it went back to your old mic. It went back could, to the web mic. I could be wrong, but I think it did. It did. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. But I'm glad that I, we could catch it. Yeah. Hey, if was- you're watching this right now, make sure you hit the like button no matter where you're watching. Hit the like, hit the plus, hit the fire. Uh, if you have not, consider sharing a link to the stream. Let people know we still got another at least, I don't know, 45 minutes. Call it yep. an hour. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Is my mic uh, back to normal now? So much better. I don't sound like I'm underwater. All right. No, I was just saying, like, I, I'm not like that was by far his best rap for sure. I think it was. I love, I, you know how we say we have to, you know, reframe uh, the left's language. I'm going to start using BLM for Biden loves minors. I think that's a much better use of it. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yep. 
I think 100%. it is. Yeah, I'm working on uh, getting Bryson to come on uh, one of our Saturday shows here, so they'll be interested in having him here to talk about a lot of that stuff that's been going on. And uh, if many of you guys might not know, he he is on his second strike right now over on YouTube. So you know, I know how that. How did more. that happen? I can't imagine that happening to someone who says all the stuff that he just said. Uh, <laughs> it was for his pride, uh, his pride video that he made. Yeah, I didn't even get a chance to see that one. Yeah, it was amazing. It was awesome. He he burnt the pride flag in it. <laughs> oh, you know what? I did see that one. I'm okay. not surprised they they nuked him for I that. I thought one. burning flags was freedom of speech. No, no if no. it was the Russian flag, he would have gotten an award. Yeah. Or the American flag. Or Russian and American combined. It would have been you would have been crazy. What's you more offensive to the left right now? Burning the pride flag or the Ukraine flag? Oh fuck. Oh, I mean, shoot. I, I think the pride flag's still out. Out I think so too. It definitely it definitely outdoes it, but I'm not I'm not convinced it outdoes it by much right now. It's we weird how we should find out. We should find out. We should each in our local city set up a camera and then we'll each on a tripod burn two flags and we'll see a response. We'll have a sample size of 3 and it will be considered one of the best and most accurate and fortified polls of all time. Of all I time. like it. I got to say this though. You guys might not know this, but there was a joke. I covered this on one of my on Broody and the Beast a few weeks ago. There was a joke flag uh, where someone took uh, the pride flag and added the blue and yellow into it. And they, it was a, for a Twitter joke. And people are like, oh, you know, that was fake. Snopes debunked it and all that stuff. A week later, they actually made the flag. So there is a now a pride flag with the blue and yellow to represent Ukraine. When yeah, Snopes debunked something, like the, uh, the arrow or whatever on it. Say what? I'm well, sure the first is. one was like an angular one. It looked like a like a shuffleboard or something. Okay. It was weird, but yeah, I don't know. The the one after that looked a little bit more normal, but it, I mean, it all looks like a Cosby sweater at this point. Just like a a printer just exploded. I don't know. It does. That's what it looks like. It looks like one of those printer like test pages, like when you put the ink uh, cartridges in and it prints those lines. Pretty much, yeah. Unreal. 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 Absolutely. I don't know how many colors they can add by next year, but I still propose that depends next on how year many tragedies I'm, we can have. Right. I, I'm just proposing that next year because Roe v. Ro Wade was uh, overturned in so June. They we just, color? Do they have red right. in the color already? Right. They got red in there. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a rainbow. It started off as just a rainbow with six colors instead of seven. Um, you can infer from that what you will. And then they added uh, the tranny colors, so blue and pink. And then they added brown and black for BLM. And now they added blue and yellow for. Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine, and then there's a circle in there for something. I don't even know what. I, it's yeah, it's I don't know. Yeah, no, nope. it's gonna it's gonna represent so many things that'll represent nothing, which basically is the left at this point. Basically, good call. Yeah, yeah. basically. Talking about tranny stuff, though, did you guys see that this uh, Leah Thomas has now been nominated for the 2022 NCAA Woman of the Year award? Yep, unreal. Yeah, right unreal. Every every time that a uh, and a woman of the year award becomes available in a division or a segment or an organization where there is a trans person, it's going to be that person getting nominated. Well, I think it's even, it's even more than that. It's like, as soon as someone becomes prominent as a tranny, you know that they're going to be pushed to be woman of the year because, you know, women are so great that uh, men are actually better at being women than women are. I, it's such a weird, it's such a weird argument because there's this huge division between the LGBTQ IDGAF community and the what they now call TERFs, the trans exclusionary what? radical feminists. So it's like on one hand, they want to still hold on to the women are great and wonderful and better than men in every single way thing, but also they're not because men can get pregnant. And uh, we lost Frank again. Uh -oh. He must be getting his DiGiorno on. Damn. <laughs> the doorbell me. rang. 
didn't include me. No, it's weird. It's like they. But you can't... made that point. You said Caitlyn Jenner. It was Caitlyn Jenner prominent. or Bruce Jenner. Richard Levine got a Woman of the Year award. There's been a couple more, but I know those two for sure. And the Bruce Jenner one was like at the beginning of all the like real hard push for. That's why it annoys me that people still try to claim that he's like a Republican or a conservative or something like that. Like the guy's done more damage to American politics than anybody else. And there were still people that were willing to vote for him because he put an R next to his name. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know that it was ever all that real. I wonder if for the people that uh, attacked UPenn and made UPenn uh, an undesirable place, because I know the university saw a hit like in the media, in public opinion, in polling on campus, uh, in admissions. So even if you get a bump in trans people applying to your school, you get a huge drop in all the other kids and that far outweighs the, the gain you got. I wonder if the school says, well, look, we already took a hit on this. We might as well get back in the news with a positive splash. We mm -hmm. as a school are nominating the student. So I know the school has to you know, decide which of their athletes they want to nominate for different awards. You know that someone at the very top of this school said, We've already taken the shrapnel. We've taken the damage for this. We have to get something out of it, even well, if it's uh, just headlines about an award. Well, there's two what. things going on here, though. There's the fact that they're all con artists, which is the number one thing you learn as a con artist is you die with the lie. So now that they've made the lie, now that they've held on to this, they have to die with it no matter how much it's hurting their school. And the other thing that I think that people aren't looking at enough, and this is why the BlackRock stuff is important, is the fact that you know, we want to keep looking at these stories of China. Oh, China's got a social credit system. America's got a social credit system. And I don't know how people don't understand what ESG is at this point or why Which people aren't looking into this enough. System. It is a social, it is absolutely a social credit system because you've got these companies, just to explain it really quickly, you've got these companies like BlackRock and all these other places that have bought up massive amounts of everything, right? And they're government backed and government funded. And Nancy Pelosi went out there and said, well, they're too big to fail. So we're going to back them no matter what. They're buying up all your homes, all this stuff. And they are deciding that if you don't meet their environmental, social, and governance score, which is a credit score from them, from all these big groups, that they will refuse to lend you money and they will tank your stocks, right? This so, is what um, Elon Musk got into it with them with Tesla, correct? Yeah, he doesn't like it mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. He said ESG is a cancer. He's independently wealthy enough to go around it, but most places are not. Most mm, people but he's But Tesla isn't him. Like, he, he sure. can be independently wealthy. Tesla's still getting raked. On, I said it with a K, raked on these um, ESG scores. Like they're they're not. I don't want to get too into the weeds on something we're not talking about. But the ESG thing is not great. It's, I, it's interesting. We talked about uh, Leah Leah Thompson or what whatever William Thomas. Thomas. Let's just call him for what he is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was on my Facebook page earlier today. I had my memories, and you know, it reminds you of all your cringy posts from uh, decades ago. And I had one on there talking about. Uh, Bruce Jenner when he was awarded the uh, men of uh, the woman of the year for ESPN. I was right. like, huh, interesting. And I would just li also like to point out the fact that I'm like the worst person to take to the pub. Cause once I break that seal, I'm gone every, every 10 minutes away. I pop back. Is into that the what you're doing? You have yeah, to pee? I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go. Pee. We were, we were thinking <laughs> you were getting your DiGiorno on. I, yeah. yeah I okay. <laughs> Yo, no, Frank, we're going to get you figured out on a catheter, buddy. We're going to get I'm, you a, I'm, a full I'm, setup an Arizona tea canister under you. You're going to be I'm good like, to pop, go. I pop out. I come in back in and like the conversation has shifted to something else. I'm like, I have no idea what we're talking about anymore, but okay, let me jump in. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, two the beers in a saying, Red Bull deep and I haven't had to run to the bathroom even once. Yeah. The chat is saying the salt will flow, but it sounds like Frank's got a different issue. With, uh, <laughs> another flow. At least yeah. you don't have the prostate problem. I was going to say, you might want to get checked for a prostate.
Just make sure that the doctor doesn't keep both hands on your shoulder and you're good. <laughs> that's, that's a bad sign. That's a bad that's, that's a bad proctologist. <laughs> To say it's a worse dentist, but you know. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> did you see the anesthesiologist in Brazil? Wait, yeah. no, what's this about? Oh my god, we can't show it on the stream because it's literally a man putting his member into a uh an unconscious woman's mouth during uh, surgery. Uh and it's on Gab, it's on it's on the internet, it's on Twitter, it's on other places, yeah. but an anesthesiologist is under investigation and has been fired pending whatever from this uh I think it's in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. Uh, an anesthesiologist behind the curtain, he's fumbling around and you can see through the glass. He's been recorded by someone's phone. They've got him uh, sticking his, again, erect member. member. <laughs> into, and it's it's awful. So if the, uh, that just proves to me like you can never trust a doctor. Don't trust a dentist. Don't trust a, a physical therapist. I don't even really trust my chiropractor. I do. Have there you go. He's got bottle, the Gatorade bottle. <laughs> it's my worst fear that- about peeing in a bottle is that you're going to run out of room. Eventually, yeah. It's funny to me though, because for a long time there have been those trusted institutions that you're not ever supposed to talk about, and the left has them and the right has them, and then there's the general ones in America. And it's I feel like the last few years have hopefully started to wake people up to you know, people are people, and just because they have a job doesn't mean that they're good. And actually, in case in in some cases, because they have that job, they have the ability to be a little bit more, they can get away with a little bit more, and they're trusted a little bit too much. And I think the right was wrong, a little bit wrong. I'm not saying I support BLM or the defund the police stuff, but the right was a little bit wrong to to do this like blue lives matter, like trust cops. Yeah, too much, right? Yeah. And I was never on that. I was like, look, cops are individuals. If you want to show me the case of Michael Brown and say that uh, that cop defended himself, I'm 100% with you. But when you start making the case that you have to trust cops all the time, you get something like Uvalde, right? Yeah. And now we've started to see it. It's like, you know, you, you can't trust te- teachers are underpaid. They're underpaid. They're wonderful. They're just trying to help kids, except that they're trying to trans your kids and all this stuff. It's like, you know, just because someone has a certain job uh, and you, you get brainwashed in this idea that you have to trust them because of their title, you forget that they're human beings. And that's the thing about doctors, too. I feel like COVID showed us that. Yeah, well, yeah, this guy's showing you something different. Yeah. This guy, don't hit, a doctor, don't hit play. Don't hit uh, oh play. no, no, no! I'm not going to play. <laughs> no, yeah, I, don't uh, think we can, I don't think he can play. No, 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 no! And I don't think that this is that that then show that anyway. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've blurred some things. This doctor is orally raping a sedated woman, so he's That's behind terrible. that. You can see they're doing surgery over here, right, right there. You can see they're doing surgery, and then right here, he's doing his own procedure. Yeah, so, that's terrible. Unreal. I don't and, trust and, doctors for that and reason, what, and many more. Well, same. You know, 2020, you know, opened a lot of eyes, I think, to a lot of people to, in, in trusting the medical community as a whole, uh, where the trust factor has come down uh, to the point where people now are questioning, you know, and what we probably should have been doing a long time for a long time now, questioning some of the methods and, and methodologies that they have been utilizing, you know, uh, on, on patients, you know, because putting them on those uh ventilators early on was like the worst thing they could have done. They overinflated lungs. They killed people uh, because of what they were doing. You know, a lot of the uh, deaths early on came from the ventilators. They, they then, know uh, this now, and it's quietly been talked about in the back pages of the New York Times he, and other places. These people need to go to jail. These right. people need to stand trial. You know, yeah. all these we need to have the play. evidence shown to the public that they knew what they were doing when they did it. They knew right. that remdesivir would flood the lungs and that the ventilator would blow the lungs up and, and together that's a deadly combination. They knew it and that's why they used it. 
and we they also got forty five thousand dollars every time they put someone on a ventilator, and that's the and, thing: money corrupts, and people yeah, are. And even today, one of the uh, one of the, uh, news outlets have reported that uh, quietly, the NIH came out and said yes, they were funding gain of fun uh, gain of function research after Fauci yep. testified in Congress that they were not. When Rand Paul called him out on it and had a documentation back it up. And the media, you know, obviously surrounded uh, Fauci. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Rand Paul's absolutely incorrect on this. And when it truly wasn't, that he was right. So, yeah, yeah these people do need to stand trial. All, everybody that was involved from the media, the medical community, politicians, anybody that sat there and had a direct impact on people's lives and people died, they need to be held on trial. It needs to be like a Nuremberg type of deal. But do we have... A, a an institution that we could trust that could hold those types of trials right now. I don't it's, think we do. It's far more important that 69-year-old cancer grandma gets sent to the gulags for walking around in a public building she was allowed into by the police than to go after the people who intentionally killed your grandma, like Whitmer, like uh, Cuomo, like the doctors that were getting paid $45,000 to put them on a deadly ventilator that knew was going to kill them. It's far more important that, that, uh, that cancer grandma gets punished. And that's mm -hmm. where we're at in this society. It's so crazy to me because the more that we talk about, uh, and the last couple of years have been pretty eye-opening for anybody paying attention, the more we talk about the stuff that was conspiracy theory and it comes out as fact and we get video evidence and documented evidence of every kind of crime imaginable, and people just forget about it the next week. This Hunter Biden thing, like as much as I want to talk about it, no one will care and it will, nothing will result of it. And it's, mm -hmm. it's hard to not become a little bit black-pilled when you see so much going on again and again and again. Like at this point, we know... I mean, we know that the China virus came from China from a freaking lab, and that was enough from to get China. picked off of everything. From China, a few it years came ago. from China. Okay, everybody knows. Listen, I've talked to all the experts. They all said it, and they're all smart people. Okay, we get the best people. They all said it's China. It came from Wuhan, and everyone knows it. <laughs> Absolutely. So you had a story you wanted to bring up, Tom? I think. Yeah, I pulled it up here. I hope that you can yeah. see it, because if not, yeah. then yeah, I'm no, seeing see things. It. So as we're talking about what you can't trust, doctors, the CDC, the FDA, the NWA, etc. I don't know. The LGBT Q chat. Now, here's the left's version of Q. You, you thought that Q was a way to spread misinformation, disinformation, or outright harm the public awareness of what the reality. That's what Jen Psaki said in a nutshell. She had said that QAnon and other baseless conspiracy theories are designed to destabilize the society. Well, here's another, the left's own Q spin. This is positive environments being created for LGBT youth to go and uh, commit themselves to little chat rooms. So imagine it was, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, AOL, you could log on and there was a chat room. And if you had a, you know, tab one, two, three would get rid of the, the bar and go to like a fake gaming page. They have this, you know, quick exit as well, where you can you know, trigger a couple uh, keys in a row and it will hide the page from your parents as they come to look over your shoulder. So this is a, a, a chat app, they say, designed for LGBT kids to encourage each other to learn about themselves and the way the world works for gay people in a nutshell. As you read through this, maybe Frank wants to start reading it. It is disgusting. They want this to be the way that kids give all the information about their psyche, about their feelings about things they wouldn't tell a diary. They want that to go into this chat and they want the FBI to have it. Now this comes on the, the heels of the FBI creating a child 
uh, a child identity locking app where parents can upload a photo and a handprint and a, and a, a name tag and whatever else, all the and other identifiers. When you're home, your kid's home alone, and when they get out of school and all yeah, the relevant the, information a pedophile would need. Yeah. Their, yeah, their school schedule, their sports they, schedule. Uh, when they get home, a picture the computer of their turns school ID. on and it's their FBI agent. Hey, do you want to talk more about this LGBT stuff today? <laughs> well, so now you see that that's the first ever FBI app. They rolled that out to keep parents able to help the, the law enforcement get their kid once their kid gets abducted. And now you see this, another app that the CDC, another federal arm, rolling out to let the kids skirt around parental advisory and parental controls. Every new TV has the ability to set up parental controls on it. Mm -hmm. But somehow the CDC thinks it's healthy for kids to exercise gay activity, gay behavior, which is in itself not healthy outside of their parents' awareness. So the fact that this is coming from the center of disease control, does that uh, like a soft admission that uh, the LGBTQ stuff is a disease? Monkeypox said what? Yeah, no, <laughs> but like it's weird because right at the top of the article, it says something I think very telling. It says, quote, some LGBT youth are more likely than their heterosexual peers to experience negative health and life outcomes. I wonder why. And the fact that they're not talking about things like complications from chemical castration and genital mutilation says a lot. Mm -hmm. it, you're right. It's it's really weird. It's full of a lot of sources of all these brainwashing things. I mean, the Q chat is definitely the big thing, but like it's hidden amongst a bunch of other sources of if you're a parent, this is how you should treat your kid. This is how you can get them on, uh, you know, life altering drugs. This is how you can get them surgery that will screw them up for forever while they're young. This is how you can brainwash them. This is resources for teachers and how teachers can continue to brainwash kids. And then, like you said, in it is hidden this thing, Q chat, which is one of the most uh, terrible marketing names. Like seriously, anybody hears Q chat and doesn't know is instantly going to think of QAnon. Yeah. Like you said, right? Yeah, well, instead, when you first said it, uh, in uh, back when we were still uh, before we went on air, I was thinking Q. That in my head, I was like QAnon. <laughs> have you guys paid any attention to the resurgence of the Q stuff? Yeah, a little bit about here I and there, and it. and I don't want to get too deep into yeah, that. No, just... We'll we'll be here forever. For sure. Um, and that would be fine. We could do that. But it's another show. Um, but yeah. here, this is, that's what I wanted to get to right here. The Q card project in the Q chat space. So they say the Q card project is a simple and easy to use communication tool designed to empower LGBTQ plus youth to become actively engaged in their health and to support the people who provide their care. Now, when you learn about what LGBT youth health and care is, you just go to genderqueer where they're talking about how to learn to masturbate. They want these kids to be told as young as nine years old how to masturbate because it's good for their health. Right. So when they say we're going to get these kids actively engaged in their health, you're going to get this app telling these kids how to how to jerk off or diddle what, themselves. Wouldn't this be uh, under the guise of grooming? Well, it's outright <laughs> sexualization of a child. And yeah. here's the other one. Q Chat Space is a digital LGBTQ plus center where teens join a live chat professionally facilitated group wait wait there could be that chat as well though too correct say that again there could be adults in that chat as well well there that has my be, point there's it's no such thing as a, there's no child who's a professional it's facilitated by adults so what you're doing is you're getting a bunch of children to come to a anonymous source to tell adults about their weird sexual fantasies yeah That's but you know creepy. what it's there there's not like a parent it's more like a like an older sibling we can call it big brother or an uncle, you know, like that weird uncle you had when you were a kid that made you call him bad touch. Oh, but <laughs> no, this, really is. this so is big creepy. brother. This is big brother for your kids. This is, hey, um, little Jimmy, why don't you come and tell me 
how it made you feel in your shorts when you went on that ride at Cedar Point. This right. is, hey, when I touch you here, how does it make you feel there? And then the, the FBI is getting off on this. Yeah, this is something I had posted on my personal Facebook page was uh, linked to this story, linked to the uh, to the CDC. Do we lose Frank? Frank, you're not peeing this time. You know, it's not that. <laughs> he, he didn't just have to go to the bathroom that quickly. Is Frank back? <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. So, uh, no, I was just saying this is something I posted on my Facebook talking about how uh, this the government is actively working against parents' authority in the household in order to get to their kids. And we're seeing it at all levels now, all government institutions, you know, schools, government uh, institutions, such as the CDC. I'm sure there's others out there. And then all the other corporations. And it's a it should be a red flag for many, many parents out there to disconnect their kids from like almost everything. Yeah. There's there's a lot of weird stuff about this thing, too, though. Like, it, it, I don't find it funny. I just find it interesting that every time you peel back the layers of the LGBTQ agenda, any of these. Uh, I mean, it's mostly an LGBTQ agenda. You peel back the layer just a tiny little bit. You don't have to dig deep at all is you get right into direct Satanism. And it happens in this too. They go right from gender affirming surgeries as a topic to self-discovery in astrology and queering tarot. Uh, and I mean, it's obvious with the, with the drag queen stuff, like they want to get drag queens in front of your kids. And what do drag queens dress up as? They dress up as demons. It's right. just right here. It just goes right into it, like right away. So not only are they getting your kids onto a site that has a button that literally with a little uh, stick figure running away that lets you hide your site instantly, like a big button right there. Like as soon as your parents walk in the room, hide it. They, the behind the scenes, as soon as they get you in for all the um, crazy stuff, which is already damaging your kids, they want to get you right into astrology and queer tarot and queering up uh, the occult stuff. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Like it doesn't take much, to dive into any of this stuff to get well, right it, back into a satanic agenda. No, it doesn't. And it doesn't take much to, to, uh, to shape a child's mind either. Uh, right. You know, it, it's easy to manipulate children you know, and, and, or indoctrinate them in any manner that you see fit. And is, who's doing that indoctrination? Is it you, the parents who indoctrinate your kids into a tradition of family, uh, a tradition of Christianity or, and, and things like that, that, promotes healthy lifestyles or are you allowing the government or in this case schools and and entertainment to to indoctrinate your child for you and we see what they're trying to indoctrinate them with well you said it right there Doc, indoctrinate is not a dirty word indoctrinate is like power right there's there's two different directions you can go as a parent you're supposed to teach your kid doctrine just like a church teaches you doctrine you indoctrinate in some way you teach them the acceptable and healthy ways and means in which to live their life and instead of letting parents this whole website is art is uh around the idea of making sure your parents don't even know about this it actually says in the article our breitbart article uh, pulls some stuff up it says uh, an academic article about QChat published by the National Library of Medicine website praised the service for its ability to be hidden from parents, saying that the platform's chat-based nature likely helps you avoid concerns about family members accidentally overhearing your conversations. And then it goes on to say, the chat seems specifically designed to be concealed from your parents and family members. Each section of the website has a large button on the bottom of the screen that says tap here for a quick escape, where you, when you click it, the button takes you to the Google homepage hiding the site. So the entire thing is we want to indoctrinate your kids, the government, the CDC. This is actually also uh, funded partially by, by Planned Parenthood. 
They want to indoctrinate your kids, and then they want to make it sound like an awful word that, or an awful dirty word, indoctrination. They want to make it sound like an awful thing that you would want to teach your kids about church, about family, about traditions, about anything that you hold sacred to, to yourself. That's not the parent's job. That's the government's job. Yeah, I think it's interesting, too, the language that they use. Like, they don't like the word tradition no. because that is something that is, like, like to be traditional is bad. Um, but to your point, like, to to impress upon another person your culture is a good thing. So, like, culture doesn't have to last. Traditions last. Traditions right. are culture that, you know, promotes culture, that lives on and, and can be sustainable. Whereas, like, clearly the gay culture is not sustainable. So it can't be a tradition because it can't be repeatable. It's not live, you know, it can't be lived on. You can't say there's always been a, a, you know, a great historical tradition of everyone being gay. No, no, no. In fact, the tradition is most people aren't in, mm -hmm. you know, by a large degree. So that is the culture that they want to push. They can't accept tradition. And if you ask them like, so what are some of the, you know, LGBT traditions that you want to, support for pride right that's a, you know if you're going to interview someone at pride month you ask what are some of the lgbt traditions that you celebrate during pride and they can't think of one thing that they would call a tradition they even tell you no 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 we don't do it like that that's not what we call that and they, well, the only you know, tradition they have is the stonewall riots so rioting is in their tradition if you go back to the 19 what 50s or 60s and they talk about that a lot on their instagram page and one of the other things they put on their instagram page because like you said like you can't perpetuate gayness uh it doesn't you know, your genes don't carry on they try so they, they try right. to <laughs> they, well they try well they'll use people like dave rubin to to sell this to the right that you can buy children from women and raise them uh i'm sorry that's so crazy that anybody on the right is praising dave rubin for literally stealing a child from his mother i, I loved uh, it where mark dice called out matt walsh for uh for saying congratulations to him yeah, and I like Matt Walsh on a lot of things, I but do. I totally I disagree but, with him on that. But Mark Dice, you know, being that individual who is steadfast on that stuff, saying, hey, aren't you supposed to be, you know, why are you accepting this? Yeah, if you're going to say what is a woman and try to ha hold the truth, which I think he's doing a great job with, and I praise him on that type of stuff, you have to, you, you know, part of that is like, what is the nuclear family and why is it important? And I, I know he supports that, so it's weird that he kind of was like, maybe... Uh, because he's a friend, he just wanted to be nice to him. And I don't think that really fits with Matt Walsh's character. I wish he wouldn't have done that. But one yeah. of the other memes on their on their QChat Instagram displays a Trojan horse. And this really says everything. It explains that children may realize they're queer after learning about queerness from their friends. And right. That's exactly yeah, being, what being it is. They, they can't perpetuate this. So they're going to brainwash and indoctrinate you. And it, it goes against what they're saying, that you're born this way, which also doesn't make sense in the trans community. But they'll still hold on to two... Uh, ideas that are uh mutually exclusive ideas but then they'll oh, outright say it in a meme like yeah we were using this as a trojan horse to indoctrinate your kids into the lgbtq religion which is what it is yeah i had pulled and, this up and, a moment ago and it was not it was not the right time i jumped the gun on showing this oh. but this was just going back to what lizzie Longtoes was asking about she'd sent this apparently that that woman we had talked about before tudor dixon in michigan yeah. uh has been caught up doing some softcore porn uh, oh, among other things. So she's supported Whitmer in the past. She's talked trash about people that we, you know, supposedly like. So again, I, I wouldn't, uh, I, I'm going to go into this article in more detail on my own, but, um, and again, thank you for sending it in the super chat, but just to, uh, to put a point on that, everything the left does and all of their plants within the right are sexualized, uh, sexualized and have a hypersexualized history of something. So you're yeah. going to find like Tudor Dixon, if she's doing softcore porn or anybody else who runs as a conservative to try to take a spot that would be in America first or a MAGA Patriot candidate, uh, you're going to see those people having those skeletons fall out of the closet. And I would bet 
that white hats will be pushing those skeletons out before elections come. That'll just be my hope. Yeah, yeah, I would hope so. We'll see if that uh, strategy works for TR Mac. If you guys saw that story, the uh, upside we'll see down how that strategy working. works out, Cotton. Yeah, we'll shaking her ass on the beach. Shaking her ass upside down on a beach with a, a birthmark that looks like she uh, shat herself. Yeah, I, well, it was out. just she wasn't wearing a, a pamper. And did right. you guys see the uh, the the? I guess it was a Photoshop of Joe Biden doing his lean in and sniff while she's doing her oh, twerk. I don't yeah, know. I've seen that. No, I saw a different one, but yeah, it was like uh, the upside down thing of her in front of the, uh, the podium for the Speaker of the House. So I, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this real quick. We only got about, we're, we're about 15 minutes and I want to leave yeah. five minutes so we can read all the super chats from earlier. Sure. And um, here, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this uh, article real quick or on this amendment that was added to the national defense stuff is a uh, shift in Pelosi had where is it here adam schiff adam schiff adam schiff he's got the weakest thinnest neck i've ever seen adam pencil neck schiff so right here it says uh schiff snuck the that amendment into the national defense authorization act that would prohibit any evidence collected in violation of the uh, posse comitus act from being used in a number of proceedings including criminal trials and congressional investigations Right. So anything our military finds in Ukraine, we can't use against them. So anything our military uncovers or has to cover for, you know, bio labs, uh, targeting Slavic populations, ethno warfare, the things that we know would be like Nazi genocidal regimes. maniac shit, the stuff that we would invade another country for doing, our military can't use that. And when we take the House and we retake the Senate, our Republicans cannot use those things to prove the things we know. That's well, what right here. Saying. This is also falls under is the weekend before Congress met to certify the 2020 election. Rosen created this team of elite government agents at Quantico, a magical place where the FBI and U.S. military coexist. It's all a very secret U.S. military type stuff. While Rosen was uh, rejecting all last minute requests to investigate election uh, uh, fraud, he was also managing this very top secret, very hush hush operation that was happening right before the January 6th rally was set to take place. This group was so elite that it included commandos who had shoot to kill orders. So this would all fall under that military amendment to where if Republicans, uh, when they take retake the House, would not be able to ask for that evidence or ask for those documents from the military from from uh, the uh, what's his name? The. Department of uh, Defense guy. Um, Esper? Mil Esper. No, not Esper. No, I can't think of his yeah, name. Yeah, I'm he blanking on his name, too, but I know you're the talking about who, who it is. The uh, black Austin, guy. Lloyd Austin. Lloyd Austin. Secretary of Defense. You Secretary know what I think is odd, too, about this is there are people on the Intel Committee who already know. There are people mm -hmm. on the Intel Committee who already have all the answers that we were going to want, and all they have to do is release that to the individual committees or to the, the body uh, of Congress, You know, whether it's the House or the Senate, they're not going to be able to with this amendment. So there are going to be people who know full well what's going on. They're going to be people who know whatever was happening in Ukraine um, that we were told on the floor, both on the, of the UN and here, um, not here, but in DC, who was the gal uh, who had said, we do have um, laboratories. They said, do we have bio war? Oh, we, we, yeah. we have weapons or what? And she goes, we have um, laboratories where we're doing um, military work, but don't want to say right. the word weapon. So Victoria, um, yeah. she comes out at Newland and says, we do have that. So that would fall under this amendment. All of that information, who, who gave the order, 
who knew and when did we know it? Did COVID come from Ukraine? And then, you know, not Ukraine, but did COVID come from a lab that houses the same kinds of things like Wuhan did? Right. And if that's why we're now freaking out about Ukraine, what an easy way to make that the money pit that we're going to launder the world's, you know, treasure out of. Yep. No, for sure. So, no, I just thought it was very interesting. It it was so, it was so close of a vote. Pelosi actually had to come down, do a, uh, actually cast a vote for it as well. Now, we know it has to go to the Senate. Will the Senate, you know, gut that out? Or will they allow it to remain? I I hope that the Senate guts it out. I mean, you can see how much the the Democrats are coming out against uh, Joe Manchin right now. So maybe there's a chance that there's at least uh, one or two um, honest enough Democrats to, to stop this from going through. But yeah, I mean, this is why the midterms are so important right now. You know, yeah. like when if people think that they won't cheat for the midterms and they won't put uh, fake candidates in on the right side, they're wrong because this, the midterms are extremely important to all of this type of stuff coming out. The Ukraine stuff, the January 6th stuff, like literally since Biden's been president, we've been had a minority in all all parts of the government other than, you know, I guess the Supreme Court is they're bitching about now. They want to stack the Supreme Court. But anywhere else where things could matter as far as legislation, as far as getting to the truth. We don't have enough votes to, to come to that. So the midterms are huge. Um, and to go to that, talking about like uh, fake candidates, do you guys see that uh, Project Veritas leak? I can't remember the name. It was, oh yeah, Crystal, I can't make this up. That's why I remember it. Crystal Matheny or Crystal Matthews. Yeah, it was Crystal Matthews. So Crystal Math, I love the name. She was literally caught uh, in a hot, or she was caught on a conversation she thought was with a uh, inmate talking about how they needed to get fake Republicans uh, and put them into all different parts of the government. Yeah. So it's not anything new, but um, yeah, I think that's why it's important to to look for people like Dixon and and call them out. So yeah, Um, I've got one more thing I'll show you then too. Here is Nancy Pelosi just the other day in May. So a couple months ago, she said this line a few times. She said it last week as well. I have absolutely no intention of us losing this election. Yeah. Referring to midterms. She said this last week again, I have no intention of losing the house. So she believes that they will pick up six Senate seats. She believes yep. they're going to hold on to the house. And if you believe that and you're Nancy Pelosi, you believe that you should have reason to believe it. And my suspicion is it's because they have set this up. They have fortified elections. They know who's going to win. They've already chosen the winners and losers. They've cleaned it up even more so than after 2020. Cause they saw what we could see and they, they made sure we can't see it again. Right. And uh, all that will be wrong. will be even more wrong. We just won't see it. That's my this, fear. This is also why I say that voting is not entirely fake and why you, it, you actually can overcome the odds because this was also the case in 2016. Yeah. Like I, a lot of people don't want to point out the fact that the, the elections have been fortified as the, the as the Times called it for a long time. We saw Obama getting more votes in counties than people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it was Trump, they were entirely certain. And you could tell the breakdown if you were like me and you stayed up all night. On, I, I always do on election I nights. Did. I stay up all yeah. night and listen to all the coverage I can, you could see that they had no idea that this was ever going to happen. They freaked out. It was not even, uh, it was a foregone conclusion that Hillary Clinton had it. They actually pushed Trump to be in the position he was because they thought he would be the easy candidate to beat. Correct. Um, and you could tell that not one of them ever thought that this was going to happen because they had fortified the election enough in their minds. Um, so we've just got to do a lot to unfortify their their stuff and get out there and vote. You know, I, I think and that was probably part of the problem in Georgia. You know, people were so disheartened by the 2020 election. They didn't want to go out and help uh, make sure we didn't lose the Senate majority. Yeah. And Frank, that was, this is that was why 
Frank, this is why my answer was what it was when you had asked me before about Kathy Barnett versus uh, oh, Dr. Right. Oz. Um, Dr. And Oz. what I was arguing was it's a, yeah, it's yeah. about the numbers. And well, maybe a couple of weeks ago when we had talked about it, it's about numbers. And if you can get the middle aged moms and stay at home folks, people who don't typically vote the low information, probably not a voter voter to say, well, I know who Dr. Oz is. I'll vote for him, but they don't know who Kathy is. That is how we get outside the margin of steel. So there's yeah. a margin of error to win, but we know that they'll cheat for that. We'll, they'll right. even cheat so far as to go above and beyond a hundred percent of ballots counted. They'll just mm -hmm. create ballots and go outside of a hundred percent to win. What we need to do is get so many people to vote in an election and for our person that there is no way to come up with a fake number of ballots to steal it, which means a super majority of people voting for you just so to, to win one election. That's what Trump's doing with Oz, I think. And I don't have to like Oz for him to win an election. That's how you win this. If, if it was as simple as flipping a switch, they wouldn't have had uh, a bunch of mules stuffing ballot boxes all over the country. That's my, yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you. There is a margin of steel and we have to overcome that. And it's unfortunate where we're at, but we have to overcome that for the midterms to start putting in these policies and implement these things as far as governors and, that, and even that, state races to make sure that places like Wisconsin do what they did and stop yeah. these uh, drop, uh, drop what, ballot boxes. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, that's why it's so important. Our local elections, our, your mm -hmm. local elections are so important um, in yeah. all of those uh, areas. So, you know, um, if we were the left, we would be arguing right now. Sorry to cut you off, Frank. I didn't mean to do that. No, you're good. Um, if we were the left, we would be arguing that Wisconsin, by having said through the Supreme Court that that was unconstitutional and is illegal to have those ballot boxes. If we were the left, we'd be saying the entire election, we need to throw it out. We need yep. to redo it because one state proven now it's on the record. It's unconstitutional. It's illegal. It's not legitimate. And we need to decertify it. They would be clamoring to do that. And of I course. guess... I mean, who wants to win harder? The people who are willing to cheat to win or the people who are willing to stand down even though we just got cheated? Right. Well, they've, so. they've cowed people so much with the January 6th stuff that they're afraid. And that's unfortunate that we've got so many people that are willing to be intimidated that way and don't realize that politics is dirty and it's going to get dirtier. Yep. It's so. going to become physical soon. Good True. Did you want to get to the super chat, though, Frank? I know we're getting close to the end of time. Yeah, I here. did. I did. As we uh, push up toward the end here, uh, next week we will have a guest who will be joining us. Uh, so I'll be excited to have that. We'll have uh, somebody from one of the other tech companies joining us here and talking about you know whatever topics we have and the questions we got for him and questions for you guys. So you'll be excited to have him on. And then uh, after that week, you know we'll take a week by week see whether or not we'll have a guest or not. If it's not. It'll just be the three of us, which I think is a great time anyway. Uh, but I wanted to get to the super chats that we had here. From uh, this one was from I like salt. She says uh, ocean breeze salty, just because. Yes, just because he could. So we do appreciate. Thank you so much. Uh, we also had this one from Joseph Rivera with just a super sticker, ten dollars, and we thank you for that. Uh, this one was from I'm going to mispronounce that. Anybody get that first name for me? Nyurka. Nyurka. Okay, Nyurka. Nyurka Lopez. Cuba. Cuba. So thank you so much and congratulations on becoming a mod today. Uh, I saw you doing great work out there in the chat. So appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, Movie Dog says uh, at, at home abortion kit, buy it at Walmart. It's <laughs> coming. $5 super chat. It's coming. Yeah, soon. Soon. You know, nice brand the hangers. Might be on the clearance aisle there. <laughs> um, and then from MH2462 with a $10 super sticker. Thank you so much for that. Joseph Rivera again. Thank you. 
And then we had Ocean Breeze Salty says, "You're I'm your DiGiorno gal, Frank. LOL. Awesome. Ooh. Thank you so much. But we were all disappointed to learn that Frank just had to pee and he wasn't actually getting DiGiorno. So. No, no. I was <laughs> I relieved. Had a oven, <laughs> oven here would be great. <laughs> uh, this one was from Joseph Rivera. says, breakfast tacos unite. That's right. That's right. We got to stick together, my friend. <laughs> what's what's uh, a good like irish breakfast does anyone have a an irish like, breakfast? there's no such thing as a good irish breakfast That's i was just gonna say right? like a stout there's a breakfast stout <laughs> oh maybe that would be good tara egger says demons go re when jesus gets spoken yes it does hallelujah <laughs> uh this one was from number one to you says why is everyone so surprised aoc is calling for an investigation to the january 6th committee she hates uh, Pelosi, and the squad probably wants to get some idiot as House Speaker before Trump, in my humble opinion. I d I'm not surprised. I actually love the fact that AOC is in government for this exact reason, because she doesn't understand how to play to her line because she's just too stupid. And uh, she says all the stuff she's not supposed to say. She goes after all the people she's not supposed to. So, look, if you're going to have a deep blue district anyway, having AOC in there is actually a gift to the right, and I love I want her to keep getting elected in that district until a Republican can actually take it, which she is a useful happen, idiot. So I want AOC in there. She's the useful idiot that is quickly becoming more idiot than she is useful to the party that she represents. And I wonder if in a decade, and I say this totally hypothetical, we're almost to the end of the show. Forgive me. I wonder if in a decade, AOC will be like an America first for the people representative of New York. <laughs> I wonder. asking enough questions That'd that I weird. almost could see that happening. Because right. I told you, I, I said it earlier, the people who will be on our side in the very, very end fighting the hardest will be the people who are right now duped. blindfolded and duped, oh. thinking they're right. And when they see their kid got transed against their will or when they That's see trans. that now their thing has affected <laughs> them, and they, they have that blindfold lifted or the wool gets pulled off of their eyes. Now they go, Oh, and they're infuriated. So I wonder, maybe when it won't she, be AOC. Maybe it'll be someone like her who is on the left. Maybe like a Tulsi who comes full to the right. You don't know. Um, I think she's got her own problems. But there could be an AOC type who right. we do not like now, who says dumb things now. And we need to be ready to, in years, after some you know time and forgiveness and spiritual searching, um, maybe be welcoming to them going, you know what? I was wrong. I was stupid. I've learned my lesson. Because those are good, useful people too. The the you know God uses the good and the bad to to work things here on Earth. This was the first week where I ever thought, you know, it's not that long before AOC comes to the right. I'm not joking. I had the same thought. So once she realizes Pelosi set these people up and that we're holding American citizens in a in a jail cell the way that we right. are, she sees herself in them more than she sees herself in the elite. That's when that switch gets flipped. Right. I think so uh, too. Thanks to Movie Dog for the five dollars super sticker. We also had one here from Mark Damien. For five dollars European, is that five that euros? Euros. Euros. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. I get all the euros, that, so I appreciate that. Yeah, Justin <laughs> Rivera says, "Salty Army is legion." Yes, it is. Yes, thank you to all the Salty Army that is joining us tonight. We do appreciate it. Thank you. I saw that Salty actually liked our uh, our post today over on Gab tonight. So, nice. hell yeah, yeah. There we go. And we got uh, $5 from Alien Testosterone tonight. So thank you so much, Alien Testosterone. Appreciate Great it. Great name. Great name. And did you, oh, we had two more here. Hold on a second. We got one more from. Uh, we had a recent one. Yeah, we got good. one here from Joseph Rivera. Says, my Irish breakfast is steak and eggs with some potatoes. Potatoes. I can go for that. I can go for that. Yeah, buddy. And then for $20, we have a waffle, uh, waffle, waffle salter. Excuse me. Uh, great go. show, friends. Got links to your guest channels. Thanks, PS, F FJB, and Salty Army is Legion. Yes, they are. And all the links are in the description, so you guys can find those down there. 
but if you were looking for uh, them, they'll be more than happy to tell you where they can find or where you can find them. You can find me over on YouTube on Let's Be Frank. You can find uh, Tom. Yeah, so you you can find me uh, PJ over at uh, on YouTube if you look up uh, my channel PJ Williams. I've got two shows that I do there. Uh, wartime propaganda and brooding the beast i'm also on instagram and twitter at pj underscore patriot pretty much anywhere else and i just started getting on the rumble so look up wartime propaganda over there uh that's my weekly show those are my weekly shows besides this so yeah if you guys are on rumble checking that out you can go over to <clears throat> america floats that is my channel um i'm on all of the other platforms as well america floats is on gab getter minds truth social it's at america floats kind of a silly name trying to keep your head above the sea of garbage headlines and news that's out there uh and otherwise keep your spirits lifted up a little bit here so uh every other day tuesdays and thursdays we do a live float show at 8 p.m uh to kind of offset whatever other live streams you might be watching nightly instead of the fake news on your tv you can watch the real patriotic uh you know pushing back against the establishment news uh, here as the independents continue to push so thank you again to pj williams and to Frank, let's be frank, uh, for allowing us all, I guess, to get on and do this on a Saturday night again uh, and to be a fun, a, a part of a fun panel, a part of a pun panel. Uh, we'll continue to uh, have fun every week and make it more and more fun as we add people in as we go. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to also say thank you to Ken Killer over there on Odyssey for the Odyssey coin. So I do appreciate the library coin. So thank you over there uh, for that. And yeah, absolutely. We look forward to doing this again next Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. So I hope you guys will be joining us and hanging out with us uh, and bring your favorite beverage and raise it in honor of the last American podcast. What a absolutely. great time to hang out with everybody. Uh, and auctions for you says, love you guys. Awesome show. And thank you. And then we have one more coming in from number one to you. No, says, it's, <clears throat> I think it's no one to you. It's uh, no, no one to, one you. to you, you. There you go. Uh, she already knows AOC got the green light uh, from the top handlers to burn the old left. They aren't strong enough to compete with Trump. I like it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, all right, thank ready. you guys so much for the super chats and for coming out and supporting the show. Really appreciate it, guys. And next time, uh, drop in the chat what beers you guys are drinking. I'm always looking for new ones to try. So Yeah, and one last thing I'd just like to mention. Tonight's show was bigger than the opening show, so that's fantastic. That means you guys are telling your friends or, or at least sharing it, so that's fantastic. I saw the numbers were way up tonight versus the first Saturday night, so we look forward to making that even bigger next Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah, that was going to be what I said was if you're if you're watching this still, if you're still here watching now, again, like the stream share it with a friend, go make a post on Gab or Getter or whatever it is that you use Twitter and say, this was what I was watching tonight. Be here again next week. We'll be doing the same thing, but better with more fun, more excitement, more headlines, and uh, maybe less uh, confusion or, or disillusion. Also, thank you again for all of these super chats. We appreciate those. And if you haven't, go check out PJ Patriot and all of his links. Go check out Amer America Floats and all of my links. Go check out Let's Be Frank and all of his links. And thank you again for watching the last American pubcast. And we're out. Thank enjoy you, our new intro, our enjoy our new outro. <laughs>